And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. And Joe Rogan has sparked the greatest controversy that we've seen in quite a while. This whole thing is crazy with the whole Spotify situation. A lot of big name acts from the 1970s have said, you know what? As long as you keep Joe Rogan, I'm not going to be there anymore. I sure will miss Bette Midler's music. I sure will miss Neil Young. <laughs> I sure will miss all these people who were not even relevant by the time I was born. Wait, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Also, we got to talk about the whole Ukraine president situation. So the mainstream media want to say, hey, there's an imminent attack on Ukraine. But the president is like, nah, that's not really going on. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about that also. Uh, Charlemagne the guy, urban, quote unquote, urban radio host, is really asking Trump to come back. Like, hey, where's Trump? This guy, Biden, is not really getting her done. Although he was a big opponent of Trump during the 2020 election. We'll talk about Tom Brady retiring or not retiring. The UPenn trans swimmer and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank you for being here yet again. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you guys enjoy what you have heard thus far, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. We got a whole lot going on. And again, you guys are the best audience anywhere on the internets. Thank you for being here. Couldn't do it without you. And shout out to all my sponsors. First and foremost, as always, shout out to myself, of course, ablmerch.com. The website is rocking and rolling. It was a little bit weird the other day, but it's rocking and rolling. So ablmerch.com, check it out. You want hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more, go to the website, type it in the search bar, your Google bar, whatever you got going on, or just go to the link in the description box below. Also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B. Don't get triggered by this. L-O-G-A-N.com. Links in the box. For every video I produce, I write an article. So I always have my sources, always, 100% of the time. Left, right, center, whatever you want to say, I got my sources listed. Again, anthonyblogan.com. Also, go to the contact page on that particular website. If you want to find my email, my snail mail, you can send me things in the P.O. box, whatever you want. Don't send me nothing crazy. So we'll call the federal rallies on you. We can track you, fingerprints and all that good stuff. But anyway, um, you can send me stuff on my email or snail mail. Also, my social medias are on there. My Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that's on the website. Also, if you want one of these beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me, feel free to do so over at bhedesigns.com. That is B-H-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot C-O-M. Check them out in the box below. You can get one just like those or one that you want for yourself, custom made, one of your very own. Links in the box. Also, go to patriotpost.us. The best source of news and information anywhere on the internets. They got regular news. They got comedy. They got memes. They got hard-hitting exposés. They got op-eds. Whatever you want, 
they got over at patriotpost.us. Check everything out in the description box below. Also, this is a podcast recorded live with my input, with your input, whether you type in, whether you're on the phone, whatever it is. This is a podcast and it will be available in audio streaming format on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Links for that will be in the box. And if you're over there right now, everything I've listed as far as my sponsors and my website and whatnot should be somewhere in some kind of description box on the place where you got the podcast. So if you're on iTunes, it should be over there. Spotify, it should be over there. And shout out to Spotify for uh, being the good guys in the whole situation. I'll talk more about them maybe a little bit later. So, yeah, I, I did see that. Some of you guys are giving me some good comments right now. Um, Greg said, did you Patriot see the governor of West Virginia? That's correct. Uh, Mr. Justice, uh, held, held up his bulldog, big fat dog and told Bet Midler to kiss his dog, Tiny. <laughs> yeah, that's where I, I saw that West Virginia. That's kind of one of those places like, you know, that's where I was born. Of course, West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia, Canal County. And I was raised in Virginia, like Virginia beach area. So I got both of their vernaculars kind of mixed into how I talk. So in VA, we say high parts, right? High parts. In West Virginia, they may say hiney. I'll oh, kiss your hiney, that type of thing, you know. But in VA, we say high parts. H-I-N-E-P-O-T-T-S, hind pots. Same thing. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and uh, play that video right quick before we get into the day's, the day's topics. And we got a whole lot going on, so y'all just hang tight, but we're going to get through it. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get straight into everything that we got going on. And I got quite a few videos, actually. Let me see if I can find the, the one that I'm looking for. Uh, and of course I can't write on, uh, write on Q, but I most certainly will find that matter of fact, hold on. I think it was, uh, what's a man's name? Justice. I think that's his name. Jim justice. Maybe I'm wrong about that. The governor of West Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia. They're trying to do things to get people to come to the state. And they're trying to have incentives. Like, they, they do that all over the place in different parts of the country. They are, um, like, in, in Tennessee, they have little little programs and things. Oh, here it is. Here, here's my man. Yeah, Jim Justice. Let's go ahead and play this right quick. But what I was saying about the different states having incentives, there may be a tax incentive. There may be some kind of infrastructure incentive. You got high-speed internet. You got low cost of living. Some places even pay you to come there if you're going to live there for a certain period of time. I think they do that over in Europe more than anywhere else. You got some of these dying towns. I think they do that in Italy. Some of these towns are dying, and if you are willing to go out there and stay for a certain number of years, they'll pay you to go out there. So, but yeah, shout out to my man, Jim Justice, for this particular video right here. And I'm not really sure what the context is, but it doesn't really matter. So here's the um, caption. I'm not sure who this is that posted it. And the person says, in the state of the state address, there we go. State of the state address, West Virginia Governor Jim Justice holds up his bulldog's rear end and tells Bette Midler and other critics of West Virginia to kiss it. There you go. 
that never believed that the new cores or the green power or Owens and Miner, they never believed, they never believed they'd be here. They told every bad joke in the world about us. And so from that standpoint, Baby Dog tells Bette Midler and all those out there, kiss her honey. <laughs> good dog. That dog was just up there chilling, like for real, having a good old time. Look, see that the look right there? That dog having a good old time. Just, just hanging out with, with Jim. Just two good old boys. Well, that might be uh, a young girl, but that's okay. You know, two a, a good dog and a good owner. Put it to you like that. So yeah, shout, shout out to the dog. Shout, shout out to the big big bulldog too. Bulldog eating real good. Bulldog eating the West Virginia hot dogs and um pizza rolls. If y'all know about that. So yeah. Shout out to West Virginia. Love it out there. But we got a whole lot happening. And where do I want to start as far as some of the topics? I think I'm gonna start with um matter of fact, speaking about politics a little bit, let's kind of do a little bit of a, a shift. Uh, we saw my man Jim Justice, the governor of West Virginia, uh, telling Bette Miller the kids say, oh, and before I get to the topic that's in the title, um, the context of that was Bette Miller was talking about West Virginia, talking about their poor, illiterate, and strung out. Because I think this was back in the whole Joe Manchin drama. Remember, Joe Manchin was against Build Back Better, and he's the only guy that's against it, although that was not false, that, that was not true. Because half of the Senate and um, Joe Manchin were against Build Back Better. I think it was Jim Manchin and Christian Sinema or just Jim Manchin, Joe, Joe Manchin by himself on a Democratic side. But all the Republicans were against it. You see, it's not just the Democratic Party in the Senate. You have Democrats and Republicans in the Senate. You have some so-called independents speaking about Bernie Sanders and Angus King. But if you're independent on paper, but you always talk with the Democrats, you always vote Democrat, then you're not really independent, are you? You're pretty much a Democrat. You just happen to have independent on your name. But anyway, so it's 50 Republicans and one or two Democrats, not just one or two Democrats, and that's it. But I digress. So Bette Mittler and a lot of these celebrities were upset at Joe Manchin talking about, oh, well, you got to vote for us and you blocking the whole thing. So rather than just attacking Joe Manchin, she attacked the entire state. And that's not right. You know, I was born there. I got family out there and we did not like that too much at all. So yeah, we're not going to go ahead and do that, but we'll move right along. We'll move right along and talk about the president of Ukraine. Now, um, his name is Zelensky. I can't pronounce his first name. You got these, um, uh, Russian type, Slavic type names. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm try to pronounce it. Volodymyr Zelensky. His first name is spelled V O L O D Y M Y R. Volodymyr Zelensky. Let's just say Zelensky. How about that? His middle name is even worse. Oleksandrovich Vol Volodymyr Oleksandrovich Zelensky. Man, you got all kinds of Z's and Y's and D's and O's and all types of consonants and vowels just kind of mishmashed together. It's a whole lot of it's a whole lot going on. I'm gonna just say Zelensky. So the media have been talking about Ukraine like the the war with Russia is pending tomorrow. That's what they've been talking about it. And a lot of you guys asked me about that. And I was like, nah, that ain't really gonna happen because there's no reason for Russia to really 
like all of a sudden now just start a war with Ukraine. And even if they did take parts of Ukraine, it wouldn't really be a big deal because they already didn't took Crimea. That is a piece of the puzzle that nobody's really mentioning. Okay, the media are talking about, oh, Russia, they got their troops on the ground and they're going to take, they're going to sack Kiev as soon as the ground freezes and all this, that, and the third. I'm like, well, they already didn't took Crimea. Crimea was Ukrainian territory and very important territory because you right there, what's that, the um the Black Sea? And for not mistaken, let me make sure I got my geography correct. Um, yeah, it's right there in the Black Sea. So let's, matter of fact, let's do a little bit of map stuff here. Okay, let's let's do some maps. Just to just so you guys kind of get an understanding of what's going on, so we're we're on the same page, right? Let me let me go ahead and flash this up. So now, here is Crimea. See this little island right there? That, that's the Black Sea. This big body of water. That's the Black Sea. And if to zoom out a little bit, let's, let's zoom out a little bit more. There's the Mediterranean, and there's all, you get access to all of Europe. You got Greece, Italy, France, Spain, everything is right there, right? The, the, the Baltic states, the whole thing. Then you have North Africa, and you can go out to the Atlantic that way. You could go down to the, um, to the Suez Canal, to the Red Sea, go for Aden, and come straight on out to the Adriatic, and then go India. You can go anywhere from right here in the Black Sea, right? Because you can go straight through Turkey and right here is called the Bosphorus Strait, which slices Istanbul. It, it bisects Istanbul, basically, okay? And um, once you're on the west of Istanbul, Turkey, which is right here, once you're on the west of Istanbul, that is considered Europe and that's considered Asia. So this is a very important place uh, geographically. So Russia... You see Ukraine, it's kind of hard to see. This little line right here is the Ukraine-Russia border. Now, if you can see, a lot of these states right here, Georgia, Azerbaijan, Armenia, there's a lot of mountains right there. These are actually the Caucasus Mountains. This is where the term Caucasian comes from. So you really don't have a strategic ability to access the Black Sea from the Russian borders without Crimea. You can, you can, you can kind of go through here from up here in this Russian city, but it's better to just have Crimea. Sevastopol's right there. They already got that built up. There are a bunch of Russians there already. So they just went ahead and took Crimea. Okay. So this is more important in my opinion than to take the Eastern part of Ukraine. Okay. They probably wouldn't take Kiev. They probably would take everything East of this river. Okay. Kiev is like kind of bisecting the river, but they probably would take everything over here. That's right up against Russia. But the most important thing was Crimea and they already didn't took that. So my thing is why create all this, this fuss over Russia being in Eastern Ukraine where they've been for the past eight years. Anyway, why create all that fuss now? I think it's because they want to distract from what Biden is doing and, or what he's not doing from the inflation from the poor performance on stage. He'll go out there and drop a straight goose egg. He don't know where he's at, what's going on or what's happening. Okay. That that's the whole thing. So then when Zelensky and Biden had a phone call, it was a train wreck because Biden is being told that 
there's an attack imminent from Russia on Ukraine. But Zelensky is like, ain't nobody going to attack. The Russians been here for the past eight years. We've had talks in Paris about peace and how to move forward diplomatically. How do you guys in the USA know more than I do? I'm here on the ground. My intelligence, we have intelligence too. We're not some kind of backwater third world country. We have intelligence, we have intelligence operations. We have our own secret service, CIA or whatever. We're talking to Russian officials. We speak their language for the most part. So we understand what's happening here more than you do. So how are you going to tell me, Mr. Joe Biden, that there's some kind of attack imminent and your mainstream media are drumming up all types of uh, hysteria? Okay, so what's going on with that? You're making people panic. You're causing the economy to get weird. You're just making a whole big mess. I was reading some posts from Ukraine Ukrainians on um, like Reddit and whatnot, and they're saying, hey, um, this, this is not really a problem. You guys in America are talking about it as a problem, but we've not talked about it at all until the past week. But there's been no increased level of Russian presence. There's been no encroachment on the border and stuff like that. See, this is, this is why the media are terrible. The media sucks in America, especially. Western media is terrible. They'll push forward whatever narrative is politically advantageous, not even what's politically correct. See, it's one thing to go out there and to say certain things and to do certain things because it's politically correct. It's different to go out there and just push straight propaganda. That's what we have right now. We're getting to the point where you're like China or North Korea, where if you turn on television, it's state-run, Okay, and they say whatever the state wants them to say. It's like that now. They're trying. To, that's why they're trying to censor big tech. We'll talk more about that in a minute. They want to censor big tech because they want it to be essentially state-run. Okay, we're going to put pressure on Facebook, Twitter, Google, etc. We're going to bring them to Congress, and we're going to say, "Hey, you guys are allowing allowing extremist content, misinformation, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And you know what? Our misinformation, the way we know that misinformation is because we hired CNN and they have their own fact checkers. And in court, it came out that these people were just giving opinion about their fact checking. Matter of fact, um, I was looking on some at some clips on the internets and this guy on CNN even admitted his fact checking only consists of a Google search. Let's check it out right here. Let's let's check this out and see what this man is talking about. All right, hold on one second. Let's let's check it out. Saying yep. saying something that is verified, easily verifiably, totally untrue and also dangerous. Yeah, Brianna, I uh, I went deep in terms of investigating this. I typed into Google "athletes dropping dead from COVID nineteen." Mm. It was very complicated, and I immediately came up with how this got to Ron Johnson. And I'll add, by the way, John Stockton, former NBA great, uh, who said one hundred and fifty athletes have dropped dead. So, saying, yep. see, look, he's he's being facetious, right? He said, "Oh, I did a Google search, and I saw how somebody else found the information about athletes dropping dead from." the vex because of myocarditis and whatnot. He's being facetious like, oh, that's where he got it from. He got it from a Google search and didn't really do his due diligence. Meanwhile, we know there's an issue with myocarditis. We know that a lot of these athletes have had inflammation in their heart and whatnot. We know there's a, a high number of these athletes just dropping dead or having some kind of heart complications from not just a simple Google search, but from the data there's actual data that exists that shows this is happening. This is why there's a study 
going on to see what the effects of of this particular vax on on people that are young, especially on young males. We know that young males who get this, young and healthy, have a higher risk of myocarditis and pericarditis as well. We know that even in the female athletes. So if you are an active and athletic person, which is what you should be, because I'm not saying everybody got to be some type of athlete. I'm just saying we know that this particular bug attacks you in the more severe way if you're obese. So if you are athletic, that's a good thing because that's the opposite of what the weakest person would be as it relates to getting the virus and having some kind of severe symptoms. So if you fall into that category of being athletic, being highly active, it does not make sense to get the vex because you are at higher risk of having some kind of heart inflammation and developing some kind of disease or, or disorder that could damage you or kill you. That's just a fact. It ain't about, oh, I just found it on some random website through Google search. This is data. You see what I'm saying? So when they're talking about fat checking, they're talking about guys like that that are trying to disprove things that they don't want to hear rather than trying to find information, rather than trying to find data. And they're also trying to censor actual doctors. The whole Joe Rogan thing, I'm going to get straight into the Joe Rogan thing right now, matter of fact, because this is a good way to segue away from this whole thing with uh, CNN and whatnot. But the whole Joe Rogan thing, people are trying to censor him. I think even a surgeon general of the U.S. of A. suggested that, hey, man, big tech should do their part. And they should do their part to prevent uh, misinformation being spread. So maybe Joe Rogan should be censored. Just maybe. And this is crazy because, again, we're going to North Korea. We're going to China. Where all of what you see is state-run. CNN MS-13, DNC, Fox, these may be independent companies to a certain extent, but when the state are pressuring them to put out certain stories or to not put out certain stories, to put out certain people and not to put out others, there, there's a line there that kind of gets crossed or gets blurred between independent and state-run. And if the state keeps encroaching upon these private businesses, then there's no difference. I mean, not to the naked eye, maybe on paper there's a difference as far as how you file taxes and whatnot, but... To the naked eye, to the viewer, there is no difference. If everything I'm seeing is being told to me through an independent company by way of the federales, then it's the same thing. I might as well just see Joe Biden on every uh, news network delivering the news himself or seeing Anthony Fauci get on there and tell uh, lies and flip-flop every two to three minutes. Oh, wear a mask and then don't wear a mask the very next minute. I might as well see that, but I digress. Let's talk about Joe Rogan right quick. Now, shout out to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is not a conservative hero, meaning he's not conservative in his political affiliation, really, but he is a hero of free speech and the ability to talk to people from all walks of life, everybody. I want to see everybody's point of view. I want to see the left. I want to see the right. I want to see all of that. And I like Joe Rogan's personal takes on certain things, although he may not necessarily be a conservative guy. I don't like his whole Michelle Obama take, although I agree with it, and I'll explain. I don't like how he would say that he, he might vote for Michelle Obama. I don't like that part because you cannot pay me enough money. There, there's not enough tea in all of China to get me to vote for Michelle Obama. I would never do that. But what he said about her having a great chance and 
probably being the best pit Democratic Party have right now was right on point because who was it going to put in there to try to become the next president? Who was it going to put in there? They're going to put in Pete Booty Gig. They're going to put on uh, Marianne Williamson. They're going to put on Joe Biden at a thousand years old. Okay, how is he going to run? He's going to have to be in the hospital bed with an IV out there in the campaign trail. That ain't the way to live. That's not wavy at all. It's like at the end of Goodfellas when they all had IV tanks and whatnot. Was that Goodfellas a casino where they went to the courthouse and had a meeting in the back room to, you know, uh, settle everything out? And everybody was so old. They were on IV tanks and had doctors and nurses with them. That's how Joe Biden would be out there campaigning, right? If he was to try to go again in 2024, my point without getting too long winded is Michelle Obama would be their best pick. Now, would I vote for her? Absolutely not. There's a snowball's chance and you know where did I vote for her ever. But what he said was right. See, I want to hear texts like that. Texts that I can agree with and disagree with and it's all good. I'm not forced to just take one side or the other. I can just hear the information. Okay, just like uh, Jordan Peterson was on Joe Rogan recently, and I've not seen that entire thing. I heard it was like four hours and change. I need to set aside some time, uh, you know, schedule that in so I can hear it. But I like certain takes that I may not all the way agree with, but are thought-provoking because that's the whole thing, right? To have freedom of speech, different points of view. That's the main thing. Matter of fact, before I get to um, Joe Rogan a little bit more and, and the whole controversy, I'm going to show you guys this clip from the Joe Rogan experience where he's talking about, where he's talking to Jordan Peterson and they're talking about China. Now this is kind of controversial, but again, it kind of underlines my point about some things you're going to hear. You can agree with some and not agree with all. So let's check this out right here from the Joe Rogan experience featuring Jordan Peterson number um, 1769. All right, here it is. And yeah. really increase the economy. What you would do is pay people in third world countries where you have these plants the same amount that you would have to pay them in America. Then you'd have a complete change in those environments. Okay, so we could take that apart a bunch of ways. I mean, part of the advantage to manufacturing things where wages are relatively low is you give those countries a competitive advantage. So part of the reason that there aren't millions of people starving in China is because even the Chinese communists wake, woke up enough to realize that if they opened up their economies, that free market, free market is nothing different than allowing unrestricted choice among consumers in some sense. So when we're talking about the free market, we should be careful about what we're talking about. It's like you get to have choice about what you buy. That's the central spirit of free market capitalism. Exporting those jobs stop the Chinese, a huge proportion of the Chinese from living in absolute privation and likely decrease the probability of like a broad scale war. So, and then it also brought the Chinese into the economy, which is a big deal. The Chinese produce more engineers every year than Americans have engineers. And so now we've unlocked an unbelievable amount of brain power. And that's produced an insane technological revolution. Now, I think it's unfortunate that a lot of that was done on the backs of the American working class. And I think that the Democrats abandoning the working class when they were in that state of privation was a catastrophe of, of public policy. And also part of the reason why Trump got elected. But it isn't obvious to me that exporting those jobs was, was a bad long-term decision. Because, well, you want a world where 
20 million Chinese are starving, that's not good by any measure, right? But I mean, is that the only way that... So what he said there was 100% correct factually, but it was kind of controversial because people thought that he was trying to promote globalism that helps poor Chinese on the backs of American middle class. But it wasn't even about that. It's about, look, okay, here, here was a kind of bargain that was made. Now, people could say that it's right, wrong, or whatever, but it's just a matter of fact. The bargain was made, okay, we're going to export jobs to China to kind of benefit both of us, although it's going to be negative consequences to America as well. Americans get cheap goods, right? We get cheap goods. You go on Amazon.com or whatever. That's mostly Chinese stuff. All your, all your cell phones. There's not any cell phone that's manufactured in the USA. We export ingenuity as far as the schematics to build it. Basically, we don't, we don't export our technology. They steal that. But we export the ability for them to create, to, to assemble things that, that we consume from our own ingenuity, then they're able to have a lot of their population not going to civil unrest. Because if they become, um, if they get into civil unrest and they want to rebel, then you have a bunch of Tiananmen squares. If that goes kind of and, and starts to blow up, you're going to have other nations try to intervene. That'll spark World War III. Or China may say, you know what, we're going to start something with somebody because we got to try to stave off this, this rebellion and we got to try to feed our citizens. So what better way to do that than the war? You see what I'm saying? Now, it's unfortunate and regrettable and it shouldn't have happened that our middle class suffered. But that's just the reality. I like clips like that because it's a conversation piece. It's not just like an echo chamber where... If you're watching, let's say, for instance, I like Fox. Don't get it twisted. But if you're watching Fox and you're conservative, you're not really going to be disagreeing with what they say on there. It's not really going to be thought-provoking. You're just reporting news. Okay, um, today it's 75 degrees. It's sunny. Not a cloud on the sky. Great. Okay, nothing there. But when you're talking about Joe Rogan, you actually have some thought-provoking conversation. This is why he brings on uh, Robert Malone and other doctors who say things that go against the general mainstream media narrative. If you're watching the mainstream media, they have a certain job. It's not just to tell the truth and to report news. That's not that's secondary. If they get to the truth, what I talking about, whatever they got to talk about, then that's great. That's kind of uh, an ancillary. That's just, that's something that they can get to if they want to. The point is to feed you a narrative, to keep you calm and cool and collected, to not have any kind of panic, to not have any kind of fear. Fauci said it himself. He said that he lied about the whole thing about masks because he didn't want a run on the masks. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to keep you in a, a kind of a sedated state. That's the whole thing. But Joe Rogan is not like that. And a lot of people don't like that he's doing that. So now you have these um, music stars and whatnot from the 1960s and 70s and 80s talking about, I'm not going to be on Spotify anymore if Joe Rogan is on the platform with his podcast. People like Neil Young, he had a song, Rockin' in the Free World. How ironic is that? Rockin' in the Free World, but censor this man until um, he says what I want him to say. Ain't gonna be no more free world. I'm gonna dictate what free means. A lot of these anti-establishment people, quote-unquote, 
anti-establishment or not very anti-establishment. Rage Against the Machine, another one. I'm not sure what their viewpoint about Joe Rogan is. I presume it's not very positive, but to go to a Rage Against the Machine concert, you got to have your, your Vax card, if I'm not mistaken. I think that might have been the case in one place. Meanwhile, Joe Rogan said, you know what? If you got to have a Vax to go to my concert, I'm not going to have my concert there. You see what I'm saying? That's why people are gravitating toward Joe because they like this kind of counterculture, um, counter-establishment thing that he has going on. To be your own person, think for yourself, and not be controlled by the federalities, not be controlled by these uh, 1970s old washed-up people, okay, that nobody knows. Bette Mittler, I mean, come on. The people that listen to Joe Rogan on Spotify have no idea who Bette Mittler or um, Barry Manilow. As a matter of fact, the whole thing about Barry Manilow was false. I saw that Barry Manilow um, had threatened to boycott Spotify over Joe Rogan, but then he put out a statement talking about, well, I never said that. That's a rumor. It's unsubstantiated. I didn't put it out. My team didn't put it out, so who put it out? So I think this will kind of blow over in a minute. A lot of these bands are getting name recognition off of Joe Rogan. Um, it was one band I'd never seen before talking about, okay, they're going to pull their music off the platform because of Joe Rogan. It's like, who, who are y'all guys? Who are you guys anyway? Never heard of you guys before. You're trying to get clout, as a cool kid say. You're trying to get clout off of Joe Rogan's name because it's popular right now. So when they talk about Neil Young, they talk about Jew too. And that'd be the whole thing. I heard that the attention Neil Young is getting from this has made his music become very popular. And of course, because you see his name linked to Joe Rogan. Who is that? Never heard him before. Hey, how about I give him a search and see what comes up? Rocking in the free world, all this, that, and the third, Southern Man. Leonard Skinner dissed him on a track. Okay. So they're going to discover all that stuff because they didn't know who he was before. So other bands are going to be like, you know what? I'm going to join in the party. I I'm going to join right on in and I'm going to get rocking and rolling. Matter of fact, okay, let me see if I can find that particular uh, group's name. Uh, hold on. Oh, okay. Emmett Otter's Jug Band. Have you ever heard them before? So it, here's some news. It says Emmett Otter's Jug Band is pulling the music. That might be kind of a, uh, that might be just a troll because that might not even be a real band. Um, I heard that Yoko Ono was going to add music if Joe Rogan is on there. Obvious trolls. But it's getting to the point now where people like Neil Young saying they don't want to be on there if Joe Rogan is not on there. It's like a troll itself. Who is he? Why should I care? So you could say Kermit the Frog and the Five Heartbeats are going to pull their tracks off of Spotify. All right, cool. That's great. You believe it. Kermit the Frog is a whole puppet, not even the real person at all, but we believe it because there's so much out there that it appears to be false news that it's, it's all kind of like blending in. This is why, what was that? Uh, the Babylon B are doing very well because a lot of their headlines, which are obviously just satire, appear to be real in today's day and age because we've seen some things that should be considered parody that should not be real, that are real. We see things now that um, were movies at one point that have become real. Okay, things that were only in movies. Is it the Muppets? Okay, that's what I thought that was. Emmett Otter is the Muppets. Right, that's what I thought. See, I didn't even know. I thought it was a real band. 
that that tells you how much these bands that are coming out that are real bands don't even really matter at all. They're totally irrelevant. Um, I saw a particular meme or I, I guess you would say, I guess it's a meme, I suppose. Um, it's interchangeable with different bands. If you're under 30, you don't know who Neil Young is. If you're 30 to 60, you're thinking Neil Young's still living. If you're beyond 60, you're like, what is Spotify? That's pretty much what's going on with the whole Neil Young kerfuffle. Okay. And I don't think there's going to be a mass cancellation of Spotify premium because Neil Young's not there. I don't think the majority of people that sign up to Spotify premium are there because of Neil Young. Okay. Like, tell me, like, here is a, here's a, here's a, here's a question just straight rhetorical. Has anybody ever said, you know what? I'm going to sign up to Spotify premium, pay my 10 bucks a month or whatever it is for this one service to hear Neil Young. Who has ever said that? Okay, you can turn on your regular classics radio and hear him. Okay, if you have, um, I have Sirius X, um, Sirius, what's that, XFM, whatever that is. But I have Sirius in my car. I'm sure there's a station somewhere that has Neil Young. Okay, and I'm sure. If you have an old CD player or a cassette player, a track, uh, a vinyl player, you could play your old Neil Young stuff and it'd be good. Find a, find a record. The, the 45 or whatever. No, that's it all. <sighs> Cloud of Smoke comes up. A whole dust devil forms. When you blow the record off, all the dust, dust that off and put that on and you can play it and you'll be all good. You, you'll be able to enjoy it, right? You can't put that record player in your vehicle without skipping, but you make it work. You, you make it happen. But I will go ahead and digress. If you know Neil Young is and you're young, then that's great for you. You know, personally, I, I've, I've heard of the song Rocking in the Free World, but I didn't know that was Neil Young. I have heard the song, but I couldn't put a name to the actual music. That's kind of how it is with some people, you know, and I'm I consider myself to be a guy that's kind of culture. I know a little bit about music and certain bands and whatnot, but he's not the kind of guy that I would kind of go back and look up for any reason. It's like, hey, who's this guy, Neil Young? Let me go look at his catalog and see what's going on. That's not really what I would do with him. But anyway, I'll move on. The, the point is that that didn't work. Spotify dropped him. They dropped a bunch of other bands that feel the same way. Because ultimately, they're not the money. They're, they're not the actual draw to the platform. They're not the draw. The draw is people like Joe Rogan. Okay, that's that's their cash cow. If they give in to Neil Young or all these other random groups to eliminate Joe Rogan's podcast or to censor him, it, it wouldn't make financial sense. Their biggest draw is going to be gone. That's just ridiculous. They might as well just close up shop if that's the case. That's how that works. As, I mean, when you have leverage, that's how that, the whole thing goes. Neil Young has no leverage. Joe Rogan has all of the leverage in the world. That's the way it is. All right. But yeah, keep, keep on running in the free world, though. Keep on working in the free world. Have a good time. And we'll move right along. Thank you for being here yet again. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you guys enjoyed what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. All right. What else we got going on here? There's a whole lot happening. 
Oh, yeah. So speaking about Tom Brady right quick, you know, um, kind of unrelated sports topic, but good nonetheless. So there was a report that Tom Brady, after, after 22 years in the NFL, very long time, there was a report that he was going to retire. They said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm done. It was a good run. 22 years in the league. 20 years on one team. Two years on another team. You know, 20 years with the New England Patriots. Two on the Buccaneers. I'm done. It's a wrap. But apparently that's not true. Apparently because his dad talked to the media and said, nah, I've not heard about that one. That's news to me. I don't think he's retiring. And then I think Tom Brady talked to the GM of the Buccaneers and said he's not made a decision yet whether he's going to retire or not. So he could retire, but I'm not sure that he has actually retired. If he did retire right now, he'd still be the greatest quarterback ever to do it. But he still he still has nothing to tank to continue to play. I mean, he still he was doing very well this year. He could still play some more. He could play till he's 50, really, because he's not going to be out there running around. He's going to be in the pocket throwing, basically, like playing catch. He'll be in the pocket throwing. It won't be no scrambling. If he's about to get sacked, he's going to go straight to the ground. He won't take any hits. He can still play, you know, NFL football. The, the best quarterback in the league. Now, I will say this before I move on. I don't want him to get hit at all and to limp off the field. I want him to still be in good health and not be forced off. I don't want no Joe Theismith, uh leg break like Lawrence Taylor did to him. That I don't want to happen. Not at all. Okay? I want him to still be able to uh, have all his wits about him as he leaves the game. But as far as him retiring, that might be kind of a premature um, uh, uh, prediction. I think he's still going to be in the lead. But we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll definitely see what happens. So um, that's that. So shout out to Tom Brady, the, the GOAT, the greatest ever. If there's any other great quarterback that's better than Tom Brady, y'all let me know. Is it Marino, um, Peyton? Like, who's better than Tom Brady? I don't see anybody better. The longevity, the consistency, the just, you know, the the role model on and off the field. I don't see anybody better. He He's the 100% best. So that's that. But I move right along to my next thing here. Um, so Charlemagne the God. Now, Charlemagne is, I guess you would say, an urban radio show host. He he black, of course. And he's on the show called The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1 in New York City. Now, Charlemagne is the same guy. Before I get to what he said about Biden, not he's not really satisfied with what Biden is doing, and he wants Trump back. Charlemagne is the guy that Joe Biden made his infamous "you ain't black" comments to. Okay, let's let's pull it up right quick because I'm I'm always play this when whenever that comes up, whenever I can play this, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up. Hold on, let me see if I can play it right here. Black woman running mate. All right, hopefully ain't no weird music right here. Let's go ahead and put this on the screen. Matter of fact, that that ain't going. That's not the one I want. Listen, you got. So here it is. There we go. This is from May twenty second, two thousand and twenty. So this, this is before Joe Biden became the president. This is when he was running, which is kind of weird. So it was like Charlemagne, you were 
um, you interviewed this guy before he became the president, so you should know who you're dealing with. You should know kind of what's going on. So why don't you? Let's go ahead and play it. You gotta come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. Cause it's I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see Take you. Take a look at my record, man. I extended the voting racks 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP has endorsed me every time I've run. The war, I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. I mean, just dismissive. Come on, man. Come on, man. Look at my, look at my record. I, I know they, they, they love me in the NAACP. I've done X, Y, and Z. Look, man, look, check it out. All that stuff you're talking about, all this black community stuff, I don't care nothing about that. Look, vote for me or you ain't black. That's what he said to him right in front of his face on the Breakfast Club. You see the logo right there? On the Breakfast Club, okay? So when he said that to you in 2020, that should have been enough right there, Charlamagne, to be like, you know what? I'm not going to vote for this guy. Orange Man Bad never went on the TV and said something like that to you talking about, hey, man, look, you black, vote for me. What, what did Trump say? If you black, what you got to lose? You voting for guys like this, and what are you getting? His hind parts to kiss? His, his hiney to kiss? That's what he's doing. Disrespecting you, talking crazy. Why continue to vote for that guy? Come vote for me. What you got to lose? You're not losing anything over here. He has nothing for you. You know, the funniest part is that before I get to what Charlemagne recently said about Joe Biden, the funniest part is people talking about uh, reparations. Oh, we demand tangibles, reparations, reparations now, reparations forever. They want reparations. They want this check to magically appear. It's never going to happen, but they're going out there campaigning for it. They never get it. When they ask about it, they say, oh, we're going to do a study. We're going to figure it out. But then when Biden gets in office, okay, we're going to do this thing for the Asians, for the Hispanics, and we're going to get all that squared away. Or you want to come illegally to the country? No deportations for 100 days. They did that right away. This man had a whole um, pile of executive orders on the very first day. Anything for blacks? Okay, can, can I get a crumb? Can, can I get a crumb of those benefits you give it to everybody else on the first day? Nope. You're black. Vote for me and shut up about it. Don't ask me no more. Yeah, I got 90% of your vote, but so what? Keep doing it and shut up. That's what he says. So that should have been enough right there, Charlemagne, to say, I'm not going to vote for you. But apparently it wasn't. Apparently it wasn't. So now you're on TV triggered, getting butt hurt and whatnot because you're not getting anything. He's he's not delivering all promises. He's just kind of, kind of trash as a leader. So now we have this particular clip. Let me put it up right quick. Man, what? And shout out to Right Wing Angel on the Instagram for this particular nugget right here. Um, actually, wait a minute. I gotta play the the, the curse free version because he was doing a whole bunch of cussing. And but you know, my my question to him is, where was all this energy, all this cussing and fussing and carrying on? Where was all of that when he was right there in front of you and said? Vote for me, you ain't black. Where was all that then? You should have had that same energy back then. But I'll move right into what he said. Without talking to you to death. Hold on. Let me go ahead and put it up here. 
Okay, there we go. And here we are. Hey, Trump. Yeah. Get this they feel like they so if you didn't hear it, he said man where's trump where is trump they would rather get it raw yeah. like you know what at yeah. least we know what that mother is yeah. gassing us he up lying to us nah. promising us yeah. didn't yeah. deliver nah, like i'm telling like i cannot wait to see and i'm already watching it i'm watching democrats start the campaign they're already like hillary you gotta go out there and vote like democracy depends on it i'm like when y'all gonna start governing like democracy depends Ooh. on no, for real. So where was all that energy when the man was right there in front of you? Huh? Trump. Hey, Trump was always transparent. If he changed his mind, if he couldn't get things, Trump was transparent. Love him or hate him. But Biden will tell you, hey man, you know what? I make the I'll, I'll make it, I'll make the I'll make it rain. I'll, I'll change the weather. I'll give you a million dollars and don't deliver. The student loan thing, um, hey man, I don't got nothing for you, man. Keep keep on begging. Hey, bring bring your cup back. I might give you something. I might not. But if I don't, so what, man? You you black, vote for me. That's kind of how it goes. So I, I want to see what Charlemagne says come midterm time or even 2024. Is he gonna be in the same pocket for the Democratic Party again? If you go out there in 2024 and declare that you're going to vote for the Democrats or you are negative against the, um, or you're negative against the Republicans, then I'm not trying to hear nothing because if you say something bad about the Republican guy running, but you don't say anything bad about a Democrat guy running by default, you're supporting the Democrat guy by default. If you don't say anything bad about Democratic guy, but you attack the Republican, you're for the Democratic guy. If you attack the Republican guy, I mean, you just, you've not learned anything. So you don't deserve to get anything. So don't complain. I hate that. Like people that either don't vote or they vote for the party that's doing the bad things, they're complaining. Like, what, why are you complaining? This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. If you didn't vote, you didn't participate, and you have the right to, if you're not a felon or whatever, if you can vote, you have that right. And you don't, I don't want to hear no complaints because you didn't participate. That's your fault. Okay. If you have skin in the game, if you voted, then you have a right to complain. But if you voted for the party that is doing the same old bad things over and over again, I'm not trying to hear you because that's your fault. If you vote for Joe Biden and you get Joe Biden, what are you complaining about? It's your fault, your decision. You should say, you know what? That's my mistake. That's my bad. I'll do better next time. Don't go out there and keep making the same decision over and over again and then crying about what you get as a result. That's all I'm saying. Is that really a difficult thing? to? Is that too much to ask to not hear you crying if you vote for a guy over and over again does the same bad things? I don't really get it. You get an Obama 2.0. So why be surprised at all? Okay, yeah, shout out to Charlamagne, though. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see how the whole thing goes over on the breakfast club and how the, the blacks and the Hispanics and everybody else or all those who voted for Joe Biden feel matter of fact, hold on. There's another video I want to show you guys um, of buyer's remorse. And this one I think was a little bit better than the one we just saw. The one we just saw, I feel like, you know, you're kind of being fake. You have all this energy, but you're not directing it squarely 
at Joe Biden? You kind of are, but you kind of not. And you have the ability to talk to Joe Biden and express how you feel, but you really didn't. Let me see if I can find that video right quick. Y'all give me one second. And while I search for that video, y'all please give the video you're listening to right now a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you're on your favorite audio streaming platform, please give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you can, a share. I most certainly appreciate that as well. That'll help me out a whole, whole lot. But yeah, I, I like that I'm starting to see people waking up. But we got to have a lot more waking up. It, it can't just be like one or two guys here and there. It's got to be a lot. It's got to be kind of a mass awakening because if you get a couple, if you get a handful of guys that are awake and everybody else is still sleeping, that that's not going to get her done. We got to have, um, like, you, if you got a whole matrix field of humans in their pods, you have billions in their pod and two guys get up, that ain't, it's not going to be enough. That is not going to be enough at all. So I check it out right here. This is um, somebody that is a Democratic voter having strong regrets for Joe Biden. So let's go ahead and play this right quick. donated to Biden, which I did. I supported Kamala Harris from day one, which I did. I I even starred in Biden's victory video, America the Beautiful. I was in it. I did more in the 2020 election to, to actively work for someone's campaign. I did more than I've ever done in my entire life for any candidate whatsoever. And I'm disgusted. I said, and I, and I said, a year in, I'm disgusted with them both. I'm disgusted with Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I have been a consistent Democratic voter for 16 years. I voted for Biden, thinking that he was the safe, thinking that he was the safest choice. Before I voted, but before I started supporting Biden, I was a Kamala Harris supporter. But but Biden, I'm furious at. Furious at. What do I not like about the Biden administration? Well, uh, day one, day one, Biden turned Title Seven and Title Nine inside out. If you want to know why you have Leah Thomas, oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about my man Leah Thomas. I almost forgot about him. That man swimming in uh, competing against women in in, uh, in swimming competitions—that's why gender identity. Hold on one second. I gotta I gotta do a comparison. Uh, have you guys ever seen the show called *In Living Color*? Have you ever seen that before? Now, if you've seen *Living Color*, then I know you've seen this particular image. I know I know you've seen it. Hold on. There you go. That's that's Leah Thomas. I feel like they're twins, right? So let's let's do a little compare and contrast. There's Jim Carrey, okay, playing one of these characters, and he has some, a, a a bowl of steroids or a container of steroids, ironically, okay. And then Leah Thomas, I feel like they're twins, okay. I don't see no difference. See this right here, back in like in '93, '94, that was just considered comedy, but now this is real life. This is real. This is real. Leah Thomas, that's real. 
This is a trans uh, U-Pin swimmer, and this is Jim Carrey. Matter of fact, hold on. I'm going to cut my man short, but basically what he was saying is, hey, I am a Democrat. I don't like what's happening with the Biden administration. This sucks. And he has buyer's remorse, voter's remorse. A lot of people have already, right? So let's talk about Leah Thomas because I almost forgot about Leah Thomas. Now, I've done a video about Leah Thomas before. Leah Thomas, as you saw, is a swimmer who is transgender. They are born as an XY male, a boy, but now they, quote unquote, transition into a woman. So they're XY biological male that identifies as female. Now, since they identify as female, they went from swimming with the men on the men's team at UPenn for about two or three years to now being on the women's team, swimming with the women, competing against women. And of course, uh, quote unquote, Leah, formerly Will, is dominating the women, dominating. Recently, there was a race where Leah went up against a trans man, meaning a person that's a born that was born biological XX female that now identifies as male. Okay, and there was some suspicious uh, slower times that quote unquote Leah Thomas posted. So it appears like they colluded with each other to make it seem like he did not have an advantage over this person that is a biological woman. Although, if you are a male swimmer. You have a biological advantage over women, period. If you are a trained swimmer, if you are a trained male swimmer, you have an advantage over a trained female swimmer. That's just it. Now, if you're a trained female swimmer going against Jim Bob at YMCA, you might be able to win. But a trained male, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's like if you have Candace Parker, a WNBA player, trying to go up against LeBron James. It's not going to happen. LeBron is going to just, just most, most men can't handle LeBron. How was woman going to do it? It's not going to happen. Now, if you're a regular normal yet, YMCA and you're five foot six going against six foot four Candace Parker, you're probably going to lose. Okay. As a male, you probably would lose that because of the size, the professionalism, all that kind of stuff. But LeBron, come on. The point is that men, when they highly trained, are going to defeat highly trained women in most sports. That's just biology, pure and simple. But that ain't it, though. That ain't it. Now, quote-unquote, Leah still has his package. And he's still heterosexual as a male. He still likes girls. But here's the thing. If you're an athlete, what do you do after you compete or before you compete? You're in a locker room. You're changing. You got your stuff hanging out, right? And the girls are complaining. At least one girl complained anonymously and said, hey, we can still see his stuff occasionally. He He's like flashing us. He's in a locker room where you should be able to do stuff like that, but he still has his, his thingamabobber, and we can see it. We don't feel comfortable. And, you know, as I was saying in my video, if he's still... Um, heterosexual as a male, he likes women, and he's in the locker room with him. He's seeing them halfway undressed or totally undressed, and he's halfway undressed. What do you think the response is going to be to him? Without getting too graphic, I'll leave it right there, but you already know what I'm talking about. 
this is not right. But here we are. This, this, this is what woke stuff produces. Oh, we got to be inclusive. We can't, we can't omit the trans person. Trans women are women. How about when that woman has, you know, um, a flagpole and it's rising? What you going to do about that? This is ridiculous. I wish I would have a daughter. Like, I don't have any children, but if I had a daughter that was like 19 years old, going through something like that, see, me and quote-unquote Leah got to square up. Or look, I'm, I'm calling the federales, or we got to square up. The, the choice is yours. He can be removed by the authorities, or I can do it. That's really where we at. I'm, I'm going to choose the authorities. I'm like, hey, this, at a certain point, this is sexual harassment right here. The girls are not interested in him. They don't want to date him. They're not married to him. They don't want to see that in a locker room. It shouldn't be there. Period. Period. If the girls are with other girls and one of the girls is gay or something, that's different than the male being in there attracted to women and the stuff is hanging out. That's not right. That's not right. But here we are. Not only are you dominating the women in the races, you're also flashing yourself. It's dumb. And my thing is, how do you know it's even real? How do you know he's actually so-called trans? And what, what does it mean to be trans? Check it out. You get all your body parts. You still like women. You're not even gay. You're, you're not gay. What, what makes you trans? I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding what's going on. I feel like this person wants to just get some attention, some accolade and fame for coming in first place as a woman and or he wants to be in a locker room with a bunch of girls that are halfway undressed. Now, how can anybody prove or disprove that? I can't really tell. I mean, he won't come out there and say it. So you, you kind of just got to guess it. But, I mean, are, are, are we not, do, do we not have any kind of common sense anymore? Can you not just put two and two together and be like, wait a minute. He still likes girls. He's not gay. He has no surgery or nothing like that. He still has all his parts. How is he considered to be trans? And, and, and further than that, further than that, how about this? How about we just say that some men like to appear a little bit more feminine or as women, but they're still men, right? I say it all the time. My uncle is like that. He's not trans, but he'll, he'll, he'll play dress up, right? He'll, he'll put on like the, the streetwalker kind of hooker outfit. That's what he'll do. I'm, I'm being dead serious. I'm not trying to make fun of my uncle, but I'm serious. That's what he would do, right? Now, He's not a woman, though. When he gets locked up, like he does sometimes, he'll go with the men, not with the women. If you put him with the women, this is dangerous. My uncle can get violent, regardless of what. And if he was a violent sexual predator, now we got something else going on. This ain't right. It's one thing to have men who are violent sexual predators with, men, with, with other men. That's bad enough, because there could be a male being assaulted. That's bad enough. But if a male assaults a woman, now you got a whole baby that could come about. What are we doing? What what are we really doing? I, I digress. I'm getting triggered right now, so I'll, I'll go ahead and, and and digress. My point is that um, this is kind of crazy. Uh, my, my, my my uncle is a kook. Uh, you, you don't say. <laughs> I, you, you don't say. 
Hey, thank you for the news flash, sir. I did not know my uncle was kind of, you know what I mean, not really all the way 100% there. I didn't know that. Thank you for the uh, the news flash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody has family that's a little bit off. Everybody has that one uncle or that one aunt that's a little bit off. Okay? That's just, that's normal. I mean, I'm not some kind of special person to not have any anybody like that in my family. So it is what it is. Um, Leah Thomas's real name is Will, Will Thomas. So I guess William Thomas. So I'm not really sure where the Leah comes from. Like Willia, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's kind of strange. So yeah, shout out to all the women, the actual biological women, XX women and girls. I, I do support women and girls. They should have their own sports because it's fair and it's safe. Men should not be interfering with women's spaces, period, period, point blank. You should not make women feel unsafe. Like if you have a locker room or something like that and there's women in there or a spy and they kind of undressed and you stay out of it, sir. You stay out. You're not invited. You're not a woman. Stay out. Go to your side. That's the way it should be, period. And women don't be on the man's side either because anybody trying to get me too'd. Stay over there. Keep that drama over there. Don't come over here with that. That's the way it should be. We can have a nice society that way. Now, somebody tried to say, oh, ABL, that's segregation, like racism. That's that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. Okay? This is this is just humanity we're talking about here. To have everybody be comfortable, men be on that side, women on the other side. We're talking about stuff like that. Now, if you're talking about the workplace and and things of that nature, everybody's fully clothed and professional. That's one thing. But a locker room, a bathroom, a spy, come on. Let's just be real. But that's all I got to say about that particular individual. So, yeah, man, um, I'm not sure at what point will people wake up and say, you know what, that, that ain't right. When will they say this ain't right and let's do something else? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm, that's right, Diana. And in the locker rooms, you got these reporters that are female in there. That's, but you know, they, they do that on purpose because if you have a young, a, a, and, they, and they put the most attractive women in there, they do that because they want they got to talk. They, they want them to talk. And if you put this pretty girl in there, he'll talk. Same thing with the girls. Like I heard about girls being in a locker room selling suits for about two bands, three bands. $10,000 for a suit. That's, I mean, you, you putting them in a weird situation. You just got done playing football. Your testosterone is through the roof. Here you have some Brazilian model in the locker room with a microphone talking about uh, you want to sue or can you answer my question? Of course you're going to answer. He'll, he'll do whatever she want. He's in a vulnerable state. It's, it's not right, but that's a different story. And I digress. I promise I digress. So let's get to some um, some supers here. Did I get everything I wanted to get to? I think I did. I think I got to what I wanted to get to. But yeah, if you want to be a reporter, that's a, a you know young lady, you attractive, be on the sideline. Stay on the sideline outside of the locker room, okay? Didn't have that be that. Don't 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 come into my particular sphere and get all weird with me. Don't do that. I don't want no me twos. I don't want you to take advantage of me. And try to sell me something. This just not. This just not. Go over there. 
but I will move straight ahead. We'll get to the calls in a minute. The number to call is 434-658-1220. We'll get to that in a minute. Super Chats on deck first. My man Jericho Green's in the building. Jericho Green says, wait, so women don't like to get undressed with a straight man in the room? I, I, that's what I'm saying, right? It's, it's a, a newsflash to me. Newsflash, right? You got this whole six foot three male with all his body parts who is heterosexual. He's straight. He likes women. And maybe they don't want to take all their clothes in front of him. It's not their husband. It's not their boyfriend or nothing like that. It's just a guy. It's not right. If it was just a random guy in there, they call the federales ASAP and be like, come get him. He's trying to assault me. He's trying to harass me, X, Y, and Z. They come get him. But because he identifies as quote unquote trans, it must be okay. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It's like going to a restaurant with a mask on, taking it off to eat. It's like, okay, you went two feet from the front door to the seat with a mask on. What did that do? What was the purpose? It's so stupid. It makes no sense. Why can't we just ask these common sense questions? Why? If you were to ask about masks at a certain point on social media, if you were to ask that question, you might get banned. Why? You might get quote unquote fact checked. Why? It's weird. We live in a weird world. We live in very strange times nowadays, but I will go ahead and move on and do my super chats and then we get to the calls. Okay, where do I begin? Let's go to Boomhauer, who says, gonna miss the show tonight, going out to Mexican with friends. This bridge collapse seems like it's phony to me. What's your take? FJB. I think it's 100% real. And it's just ironic. Maybe it was act of God. Uh, I don't know what it was, but if you guys didn't see it, Biden was in, I think, what, Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh specifically to speak on infrastructure. And the reason why he was in that part of the world is because Pittsburgh is an area with a lot of bridges because it's a lot of rivers that meet right there. It's mountainous. So it's a lot of bridges in the area. And one of them collapsed. I think nobody died. There were some injuries, but non-life-threatening. But a bridge straight collapse, just boom. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I can find the picture. Uh, could it have been fake? I, I don't know. There's been issues in Pittsburgh before. Pittsburgh is notorious for having bad um, infrastructure because there's too many bridges. It's way too many. At a certain point, they're going to have to downsize as far as the amount, the, the sheer number of bridges in Pittsburgh because it's too many to maintain. You know, they built all these bridges when Pittsburgh was like the steel capital, I suppose. But it's not that way anymore. So how are they going to maintain all of them? So there's a bridge right there. I'm not sure what caused it. Probably just the bridge is old. I don't think the snow caused it because it ain't that much snow on it. You know, because snow, snow can get very heavy and collapse a roof of a house, but not a whole bridge. So it probably was just old and fell apart. That happens sometimes. So you see... The top is right there, the, the the center, kind of right of the picture at the very top. That's the top of the bridge where it was, and it would come out that way. So it collapsed all the way down here. And you see there's cars on the bottom of it. I guess there's a couple buses right there or a bus that kind of split. I'm not sure what's happening right there. But, yeah, that's pretty crucial. So I'm glad nobody lost their life because it could have happened right there on that particular bridge. But, yeah, Pittsburgh, a lot of bridges. 
and a lot of them are in disrepair. Um, there was a bridge or is a bridge in Tennessee on the other side in Memphis. They looked up under it and it had a big gap in it. Let me see if I can find that particular, um, that, uh, that little thing that happened. Uh, Memphis bridge gap. Oh yeah. Nah, matter of fact, here it is. It wasn't a gap. It's a crack. So imagine seeing something like this on the bridge. Imagine seeing something like that. So they did an inspection and they saw this. Imagine driving across that. And it, this is the t it's Mississippi river right here. So if you fall, you're going in the water, you're going straight Mississippi river. And that, that river is pretty big too. So you don't want that to happen. You don't want that. It can get cold too. Oh no, you don't want that to happen. So yeah, they got to fix that pronto. Pronto. But I've seen that a lot. Matter of fact, there was one bridge in VA called a Jordan Bridge. If you guys are from that area, you know what I'm talking about. Now the Jordan Bridge was scary to drive on. Was it the I-40 bridge in, in Memphis or in Tennessee? But um, there's a bridge called a Jordan Bridge, and that bridge was scary. I'm talking about, I used to try to avoid that because, I mean, it was so rickety. The new one looks really nice. The, the new one is scary in its own way. The, the, the new one is just kind of like a roller coaster. The way, the way that is, if you go on it, it's like a roller coaster. But the old one, oh my goodness. That thing was, it was, it was, it was a nightmare. It was a cage. Hold on, let me see if I can find one. They, they're not going to have a good picture of it because it was an old bridge. But it was like a cage that you got to go into. I, I thought the ceiling was really low. Matter of fact, here it is. Here's the old bridge. Here's the old one. I'll show you guys a new one. So here's the old Jordan Bridge. And you see that cage you go into? I mean, that thing was scary. Going into that, very scary. I, th I think it was also a drawbridge. So it, it actually raised up and stuff. That thing, I used to hate going into that. And the new one is right there. A roller coaster. Because it's, it's high up, so it won't draw. And it's like wavy. I'm not sure why I had to do all that. It could have just been a straight shot across the water. It's not some kind of, to, to make it look like that, it's like, why? Are you trying to make a, a, a design? Because the old one was straight across, right? It was just a straight, straight shot. They could have easily done that, but had to make it all fancy and weird. That, that thing is scary. People jog on that bridge too, which I wouldn't do because you up high and people can't drive. I'm not trying to fall to my death from that particular thing, but I'll move on. The point is that there's plenty of bridges that um, are very scary and are in disrepair all over the U.S. So you th think everything is safe and everything's cool, but it might not be on the bridge you're going across. Okay. And tunnels too. Um, I remember going in a tunnel one time in, in Virginia where it goes underwater and how about having some water drip from the ceiling in the underwater tunnel onto your windshield? That's scary. <laughs> That's like, wait a minute. Is it about, is it about to is it about to collapse in, in under the water? Let's not have that happen. But I move on to some more super chats here. Um, hold on. Let me go back to where I was. And shout out to 
Shout out to um, Ian Kenny who says, shameless plug, Jonathan Wickman for Wisconsin Governor 2024 and Orlando almost for Wisconsin Treasurer. Orlando is a fan of yours, ABL. Thank you for that, man. Appreciation. I'm glad glad to hear it. Shout out to Apu for a few here who says, defund the U.S. Capitol Police, defund the FBI. Shame. Also, shout out to Feds, spying on ABL, repent of your sins. Ray Epps, partly responsible for the murder of Ashley B. Uh, why hasn't Alec Baldwin been arrested for murder? I mean, pardon me, manslaughter. Good question. Thank you to Triple Six King Drummer, who says Canadian media is in total damage control mode over the Freedom Convoy. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the Canadian truckers and everybody out there. It may not be Canadian, just out there um, resisting all these mandates and ridiculous things. This has become something that's happened all over the world. And it's happened more here, too. I'm seeing some of the, the, the protests and whatnot happen here, but it should be all over the place. If you have any kind of restrictions and whatnot for this particular bug, then there's no purpose in having it. And let's fight against it. For sure. Got to do it. So shout out to the Canadian truckers and all the guys who are truckers in Canada. Shout out to you guys. Um, Here's another. Here's a video right here of a protest in Paris where they're surrounding the Pfizer building. And again, shout out to them. Shout out to Perry. Vaccine motel. Was that a vaccine death? Uh, pass equals, uh, was that jail liberty? So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a real thing all over the world. They, they know what's going on and they're not standing for it anymore. So shout out to everybody out there processing all over the country, all over the world. What are they saying? I'm not really sure what they're saying, but they're outside of the Pfizer building in Paris. So whatever they're saying is not going to be favorable to Pfizer or to the Vax or to the Vax Pass or anything of that nature. Was it Canada? Or was it Paris? I think that was Canada. I mean, um, Paris, far, not Canada. It could be Canada because they speak French or Canada as well, but I think that was Paris. The roof, the roof, is that it? Okay. Um, let's move on here. Shout out to um, Mike, who says, have you read Harrison Bergeron by Kurt Vonnegut? It's about a black man who was too smart, strong, and talented to be allowed to live because equity. I've not read that, but I'll check it out. I shall check it out. That was Paris. That's correct. All right. Let's see. Thank you to Josh who says, Hi, hey, ABL, social media platforms need to crack down on science deniers and conspiracy theories suggesting that you can be healthy at any weight. Obesity causes all sorts of health-related issues, including virus hospitalization and death rates. With the, with the, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right on that. You're 100% correct. They should, but you know, at this point, we know it's not even about science. It's not about science. They'll say trust the science. At this point, it's become a marketing term. I, I heard the trust the science thing on a commercial for some for some vitamins. 
talking about, hey, you want to get healthy? Trust the science. Buy Vitamix. You get all your vitamins, nutrients, uh, vitamin D, E, A, B, C, D, all in one pill. Check it out right now. Vitamix. Trust the science. It's a, it's a, it's a slogan to sell things because it's been promoted so much over and over again. Why not adopt that as a marketing tool? But they don't really believe in science because if they did, they would hear doctors that say, hey, if you are the size of uh, a Cessna airplane, you might want to kind of reduce your weight. All right. If you are a whole, um, if you are the size of a hovercraft, you might want to reduce your weight. If you are the size of a TIE fighter, reduce your weight. They don't want to say that, though. They'll say, oh, you can be uh, slovenly and be healthy, which is completely false. Even if it ain't for the virus, it's for other things. If you're 1,000 pounds, your heart is going to be in shambles. Your limbs, all of that is going to, your organs are going to be screaming, please lose weight, please. I'm not saying that to be, to be, to shame anybody. I'm just saying this is the reality of the situation. So let's, let's not lie about what's going on. But I move on. Triple uh, Six King Drummer also says, Trudeau supposedly got the bug, the Omarion actually, and had to isolate for a week. Conveniently before the convoy arrived. Ah, how convenient. How convenient is that? Um, Isn't it funny how when protests are happening around the world, now world leaders follow their own rules? Exactly. Uh, also, Ukraine is a red herring. Biden only wants to go in to protect his dealings in the energy sector there. It's Bush era tactics 2.0. Boom. 100%. Um, somebody said, how can, how can you get to a thousand pounds anyway? Like, how can you get to 1000 pounds? Well, the, the science deniers, they say that it's all right to be unhealthy. So they keep on eating and eating and eating and eating until they can't eat no more. And they eat so much. It's like, okay, they, they become bedridden. They continue to eat. They're being enabled by people around them. And they, they keep that weight on them by continuing to just be carnivorous, like to to be gluttonous and slovenly. It is eat and eat and eat. Like I said before, they had a server tray, right? You, okay, you got a whole pizza pie on a server tray like this coming out to you back in the day at Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. The whole server tray they had one of those filled with all types of goodies and snacks and what not fried food, fat, sugar, everything. And they're eating that multiple times per day. Food stamps or whatnot are enabling it. First of the month, I see it as like a human cicada outbreak. They come to Walmart, Target, Food Line, wherever they want to go, Bit Lot, Save a Lot, Kroger, wherever kind of store you got. And they have their carts filled to the top. I've seen people with two carts. Two carts filled to, with, with straight junk. Junk. Open my fridge right now. It's, it's a handful of items in there. I don't eat that much. Like me, I could have a mini fridge and that'd be fine. I eat fresh stuff. Not a whole lot of frozen um, garbage. Because I don't, I don't want to be unhealthy. It's not about trying to be Mr. Olympia, be pretty and all of that for pictures. It's about your health. That's it. That's, that's all it is to it. Because at one point, I was bigger than I am right now. I'm about 215 right now. I'm 6'3". But I was about 280. I was getting to be fat. 
and I had to say, you know what, this, this ain't going to be the wave. Quick story before I go any further into the Super Chats. Um, I had an ulcer on my toe. And I'm like, what's that? I'm, I'm limping around. I go to the doctor and they're like, hey, man, this is, this is uh, pre-diabetic. You got you to do something about that, man. This, this is a toe ulcer. It won't go nowhere unless you, you know what I mean, tighten up. So I'm like, okay, now I got to get it together. And I've not had any incidents like that since. You get you get in toe ulcers and stuff like that, you got to tighten up. Because at that point, it might be a little bit too late. Unless you go a different direction. You don't want, you don't want no diabetes, no type 2 diabetes or nothing like that. You want to be healthy. You want to be around. You want to live. So just do it. But I, I'm, I'm going to digress. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, Apple says, God bless J6, MAGA Patriots, and DC Jail. Solitary. Also, Patriot Freedom Project to help J6, MAGA, and DC Jail. Um, also, ABO, as a kid, what posters did you have up in your room? Oh, when I was a kid, I had um, uh, Dallas Cowboys posters, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman. Um, that's what I remember, my posters. Um, I had uh, probably some X-Men and stuff like that when I was a kid. You know, typical boy stuff. Yeah, that, that was my wave back at that point. Um, also, my favorite wild animal, lion, tiger, shark. My favorite wild animal. Um, I don't know. Favorite wild animal. Probably like a lion out, out, of, out of those right there. A lion. Yeah. What's another one? I think of another one right quick. Yeah, any, any kind of like big cat, they're they cool in the wild. Yeah, that's pretty much, or or deer. Because I've seen deer quite a bit, like just on the road. It was one time I, was, I saw a deer in my neighborhood just kind of like chilling, like walking around like, a, and like nothing going on, just having a nice little stroll. So yeah, shout out to all the deer. I, I like frogs, wild frogs, all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Shout out to all the frogs and the, and the deer, the, the wildlife. Not necessarily like animals that will kill you, but they're beautiful animals. If you see like just wildlife outside that's not going to attack you, that, that's cool. It's like, it's like seeing a painting in real life. Uh, now, I've seen possums before too. I saw a possum walking in front of my neighborhood where I live now. And they walk so nasty. They walk with like all four of their feet at separate times. It, it's weird. It's like they walk like <laughs> I can't I can't really describe it. But when you see them walk, because I saw it like I pulled up to the neighborhood and it was walking across my my path. And it was like I I can't describe it. If you see it, though, you know what I'm talking about. But I, I'll move on. Matter of fact, I got it. Now I got to find a video. Of course, I got to find a video of a possum walking. Um. Hold on. Of some kind. So I guess a possum got on the baseball field. So wait a minute. Let's 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 show this. Let's meet, meet the audio. Can we get it? So you see the way it's moving. That's that's how it be. But when I saw it, it was like like, it was like on his toes walking. So it was doing just like that, but. It was like elevated a little bit. It's hard to explain. It was weird. All right, but that's that's all I got for the um for the wild animals. But possums are generally not going to hurt you. 
You see a raccoon, though, don't they 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 take your whole face off. Like all of this right here would be gone. But a possum, they they cool. Possums are okay. Don't don't hurt possums. They they eat roaches and spiders and ticks. They eat five thousand ticks, they eat five thousand ticks a year. So you don't want no no Lyme disease or nothing like that. Keep possums in your in your neighborhood. They'll be all right. They eat rats as well. Yeah. So shout out to the possums. But raccoons, though, that's it's your whole face totally off. Okay, your your ear will be over here. So don't do it. They, they look scary, but they're not going to do anything to you. I saw one video of um a guy trying to get bit by a possum. He was not abusing the animal, but he was a like a wildlife control person. And he was just putting his gloved hand right by the possum's mouth. The possum didn't bite him. They'll kind of posh, they're, they're kind of bluff like they're going to bite you, but they're not really going to bite you. They're just trying to scare you off. And if that don't work, they're going to play dead. But a raccoon will tear you to pieces. Anyway, we'll move on. Shout out to Ian who says, West China needs to chill. Also, Uyghur genocide needs to stop. Hold G and the CCP accountable for their atrocious crimes against humanity. Also, uh, Mike DeRusha says, I can't believe how YouTubers are so afraid to even speak about Harrison and Bergeron. It's like they were threatened. Blink twice if you're afraid. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm seeing it for the first time right now. So why would I talk about him if I don't know who he is? I mean, you make a channel, you talk about him. How about that? Thank you to Silas who says Putin will grab as much possible, as much as possible without great economic, political reputation damage. He'll likely do little to annex, he'll likely do little or annex a new chunk of East Ukraine. Justice says they need to worry about fixing our government, not Rogan, correct? Apple also says, you think Charlemagne will influence people to vote for Trump? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to go out there and stump for Trump at all because even if he does not like what Biden is doing, he won't go out there and say vote for the other guy because he just can't. Being in the the urban industry, he can't. They could have time for the donation. Thank you to Silas who says Putin was never, has never wasted Russia's soldiers' lives. Good point. Thank you to Aaron Bethay, who says Putin is moving nukes to Crimea, Sevastopol, and will want to protect them. Published on assessment on that in 2017 when in the IC. However, Ukraine is not our problem. Russia was going to Russia. Exactly. Uh, Chuck along with Kersey says Emmett Otter was an HBO puppet show in 1980s. Uh, Scott says, keep up the good work, my man. Thank you for that. Apple also says ABO Tom Brady for California governor. Um, California is too far gone, unfortunately. Um, they need more than just a governor to fix Tom, uh, California. And we saw what happened with the recall election with Larry Elder versus Gavin Newsom. California's gone. It may come back years from now, but it'd take an earthquake or a volcano or something like that to change it, in my opinion. Like, you're going to have to have some kind of severe damage done to the state beyond just... Um, economic hardship. Um, let me see. Thank you to Pete Sangria who says Millie Vanilli threatened to sing if Spotify doesn't pull Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, one of the guys, Millie Vanilli. Thank you to Triple Six King Drummer who says the book NFL sucks. Watch rugby or Australian rules football instead and thank me later. Apple says Triple Six King Drummer woke NFL sucks, but did you not um, see the last weekends of NFL games, 
NFL is an awesome entertainment product. ABO picks Rams, 49ers, Bengals, Chiefs. Let's go to Rams on that one, and then the Bengals. Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl. Let's do it. Uh, favorite genre of music? Um, least favorite? I like, okay, I have Sirius XM, right? And what I'm playing right now is between Lithium, Octane, and one other channel. It's like 90s, new metal, rock. That's that's my wave right now. Okay, I'm not really a fan of a lot of rap right now. I'm not really a fan of any kind of weird woke music. But that's it. I'm, I'm listening to like a lot of a lot of 90s and 2000s metal. That's where I'm at right now in my car. Some rap, but not really rap. I, rap is kind of... Rap sucks at this point. Um, let me see. Times Wild and Wonderful View says, after that, he got his own comedy channel show, bought and paid for. Apple says, bite and raises eight kids, medicine costs, Trump reduced. Also, Trump funded HBCU to highest level. Biden took money away. Um, where are we at here? Oh, Leo Mazzina says, uh, Brady won Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Montana did not win Super Bowl with he went to Kansas City. So, yes, Brady is a GOAT. There you go. San Diego Varsity Sports says, Jazz icon Miles Davis said, quote, my dad is rich and my mama good looking and I can still play the blues, unquote. Never supported black militant politicians. Leo Mazzina says, Biden, did you forget about your crime bill? He did. Fonda Face says, Charlotte been bashing white people for about seven years, calling them mayonnaise and crackers, but then a white man Say that to him. He's selling his a he's selling AF exactly. They get to deep back Jones for the donation. They get to Bugs Bunny who says if they cancel my student debt, they make it up by cracking up credit card interest. Either way, young people are getting hosed. Correct. I mean, we see what's happening right now with the um with the inflation. That's, that's a tax right there. And inflation is a tax of money printing. So okay, they, they give you all this money, but you're still paying you're paying more for all your goods and services. And try finding a house or an apartment right now. There's little to no availability because of all the free money floating around. This is this is the consequence. 2020, STEMI. 2021, inflation. Simple. Front of face says, Kwame Brown been calling out the go-along, get-along game, liberal Democrats. By the way, did you know that Kwame watches your channel? He mentions you sometimes. Hey, shout, shout out to Kwame Brown. Yeah, I follow him. He follow me on Instagram and stuff like that. Shout out to him. You know, Shout, shout out to good channel, good content. Times what a wonderful view says Biden to pick a Supreme Court judge based on the color of their skin and not based on the qualifications of or content or their character. Should Biden say he would pick the best qualified candidate? Dem still see color. Apple says ABO athlete go Brady. Okay, the best athlete is LeBron. The best athlete is LeBron just from a physical perspective. Just just from athleticism it's LeBron James period anybody better than LeBron when it comes to being an athlete when it comes to being a basketball player or a professional athlete as far as winning and poise and things that are beyond your athlete status it's got to be Tom Brady or Michael Jordan but LeBron athleticism is I mean nobody can be nobody's been that big and that agile for that long I mean it's just LeBron is something else just from a physical perspective 
I don't like LeBron really personally, but I can't deny. I can't deny that. I mean, come on. This man is the size of he he's bigger than Dennis Rodman. I mean, this guy is Carl Malone size, but he has the grace of a small guard. It's and, and the power of Shaq. I mean, it's just too much. But when it comes to being a well-rounded athlete, he doesn't have it. Yeah, and Bo Jackson had the same thing, like like LeBron, but Bo Jackson had his career cut short because of the injury to his hip. But LeBron, I mean, good grief. For, for, for 20 years, he's been doing it. But, like I said, there's other things that go into being an athlete aside from your physical gifts, your God-given gifts. That's what LeBron has, God-given gifts. But I move on. Um, Final Face says, you ever see a Fresh and Fit video where I told you about last time? I saw some of that. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Derek says, I just started on Indiegogo for my film Warrior. Please support. Patriots in film. Let's go, Brand. Thank you, ABL. Uh, Clueless Chickens. Clucky's Chickens says, isn't men flashing themselves to girl sexual harassment or worse? Yes, it is. Um, thank you to Chevy who says, love which, love you the most when you use trigger. <laughs> but when you are triggered, thank you to Apple who says, in Canada, male inmates that identify as female are put into female prisons sharing cells. So you could be a male with your twig and berries and be in a cell with a woman? Come on. Prison wardens are giving these women birth control stuff. So sad. Oh boy, oh boy, where have we got, where have we fallen in society where that's happening? You got to get birth control in the penitentiary because your inmate is a male with his male genitalia. What's going on? Again, I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Uh, the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. If you've been drinking, just hang on and call it a different time because you don't want to be on the line sounding ridiculous. I'm doing you a favor, and if you slur on your words and whatnot because you've been drinking, not hanging the phone up on you ASAP so you don't embarrass yourself or anyone else. All righty, so let's get to it. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 860-0, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL, it's FNA Ranger Xbox. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey. Oh, wonderful, bro. Uh Serpent Zeta, Serpent with a Z-A at the end, you know, Laowei 86's buddy, yeah. China sidekick. Uh, he's got a new video out you need to check out. It says, it talks about racism in China. It's very graphic. They got black NBA or uh, not quite NBA uh, basketball players there, and the crowd is chanting, N-word, N-word. But they ain't saying N word. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that bad. And while I'm on China, do you remember 15 years ago? Maybe there was uh, telemarketers targeting the elderly and scamming them out of lots of money. Yes. Do you do you want to know who the CEO is of that company that was doing that? Who? That was Nazi Pelosi's son. Wow, very interesting. Oh, yeah, I made a meme about it. Oh, I made a meme about uh, Brandon Tatum. It says the fastest way to defund the police 
stop committing crime. Very simple. Right on. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but uh, I think Brandon will get a kick out of that. Uh, but getting back to China, Chuck Schumer's daughters work for Facebook. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. It's, it's funny how that works, how they're all kind of connected like that. It, it's just amazing. But, you know, once people learn to stop, turn off the news. I turned it off 12 years ago and start following the money. You will find out that the Democratic Party has been lock, stock, bought and paid for by China. Nazi Pelosi's son gets most of his money, and so does her husband, from China. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden got over $31 million that was finally reported by Fox News the other day. China. Over 100,000 Americans have died from Chinese fentanyl crossing the southern border. That's why they're keeping that border open. That's what the Chinese want, because the Chinese are at total war. And most Americans hear that, they go, oh, <laughs> but they don't understand what it means. They are at total war with us that means economically socially morally and the reason why they want to cut crack down on churches and get people push abortion so much they wanted to destroy our moral fiber because when you don't have morals you can be easily beaten that's right absolutely i don't know what, what how do you how do you feel about that i mean that's right though because that's why they're putting the uyghurs in the in the camps because they are they're religious. They're Muslim, so they can't have that religiosity there because they can kind of mass around that and resist the the Chinese government. So they want them to not have any of that, so they can be easily defeated. That's the whole thing. Oh, exactly. Uh, uh, Joe Biden wanted to give uh, minority farmers uh, loans that don't have to be paid back, right? Oh, it's going to help the black farmers. How many black farmers do you think there are? I don't know. Half a percent. Now, China owns one-fifth of America's farmland. So which minorities do you think are going to be getting the lion's share of our tax money? And, and China owns one-third of California right now. You know, that's, that's a really good point because they're not talking about black farmers. They're talking about minority so basically, that means non-white. That means it means non-white. So, hey, the, Ch the Chinese are non-white too. So they're gonna get a lot of that money. Very interesting. Exactly, sir. Exactly, sir. I I spent my first four years as an adult as a radio teletype operator in a general's headquarters in charge of three three countries worth of nuclear missiles aimed at the Soviet Union. So I'm pretty sure. I've read three years' worth of classified information. I read a general's newspaper almost every day, and then I read the regular newspaper. And let me tell you, there's a heck of a difference between the two. One's very eye-opening. The other one you laugh at, you're like, oh, my God, you, got <laughs> you have no clue. But then you realize it's all a ploy. It's the magician. Watch this hand while I steal your wallet with my other hand. That's right. Anyway, that's... All I got for you, brother. Uh, love your show. Uh, I hope to be off my Facebook ban in another eight days. <laughs> Hopefully so, man. Well, thank, thank you for the call, though. Definitely appreciate you. Oh, uh, God bless you, ABL. Right, you man. and the black conservative, Brandon Tatum, Carol Swain. God bless all.
Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Bye. All right, the number to call, 434-658-1220. Are right, you on line? I'm talking to 747. Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I cannot hear you. Are you on speaker? Uh, all right, how about now? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, okay, I don't know what's going on, but you got to get it together. Put some minutes on the bottom of the phone or tighten up because I don't know what's happening. Sorry about the sorry about the, um, your connection, boss, but try again. Let's go to 262. You don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is uh, Ann from uh, Wisconsin. All right, man. What's going on? Oh, not much, man. Uh, uh, I've been watching your show for a while. I uh, love it. Um, yeah, uh, so so I, I was calling. Uh, I know you're talking about uh, China needing engineers, or I'm, I'm sorry, like pushing, like export engineers and all that. Um, yeah, man, we got we got a lot of smart people here in the United States. It's just most of the smart the smart ones they they don't want to go to college because they like the smart ones know. Like it's 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 dumb. It's it's a waste of money to go to college. Um, we're just so we're we're, we're kind of just like you know laying low, working these these little nitty gritty nothing jobs. Uh, what's what, what's what's your opinion on that, bro? Well, I mean, I think the video I was playing earlier was Jordan Peterson talking about how. China is stepping into the first world. And unfortunately, that was kind of done on the American middle class's back because, you know, we gave them so many jobs. They're able to get money together and get more into trying to innovate rather than just being up under the communist regime where they don't really innovate. But as far as uh, Americans here not wanting to go to college, that's becoming more and more of a thing because we know it's a scam. Uh, and it, in, many cases, in many ways, it is a scam because of the federal government being involved. They pretty much can charge whatever they want. College should not cost as much as it does. It's ridiculous. They right, have right. no reason to, but, but the reason why they, why it costs so much is because of the government, because the colleges know they can just name their price because it's going to be guaranteed by the federal government. So I think maybe a solution would be to get the government out of college to make college more affordable and maybe even there's an incentive for college to be better because the way it is now you pay a lot for college. And a lot of it is kind of useless. You get these degrees that don't mean right. anything. And you, even if you do go to college, you may not be prepared to go out in the world and really work. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like I said, I, I went ahead and I, you know, I skipped out on college, you know, I'm just working, you know, regular uh, nine to five job, but there's people that, have went to college that you know like like i said like like i'm I'm really really skilled they come to me for questions like even though they've been to college they're, they're like oh shit this is ed goes ahead and knows his stuff so let me go hit him up and um but yeah there, there's a lot, a lot of us like like that out here um that just don't want to go to college don't want to waste the money but there's people that go to college that don't know a lick you know what i mean i mean it's it, it, it's kind of sad, but, you know, I, I wish I wish there was another way for, you know, maybe, like, to certify everybody, just, you know, like, 
you're smart. Here you go. There's a certificate. Go go into the work field. You know, but they they don't really look at look at things the same. They actually look at it more of a you got to have a degree and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think um, there, there's still trade schools and whatnot, but we need we need more of those because these right, colleges, sure. the way the way they are nowadays, is just kind of a waste for a lot for a lot of people. Some people can you can go to college and benefit pretty well, but yeah, a lot of your average person is not really going to do all that. Like I'm seeing these uh, Starbucks baristas with a hundred grand in student loan debt, and it's like, how are you going to pay it? How are you going to pay that back? And what did you get for all the money that you spent? Not much of anything, apparently. Right, right, right. Like, 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 like I said, I can't, I can't get a job, you know, in in any field without some sort of college. But it's kind of a waste because I already got the skills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, you know, there's a lot of people out there that feel like that too. You know what I mean? Right. I'm with you. But uh, yeah, man, it's it it good to talk to you. Uh, I appreciate what you do. I, I uh, love your show, and uh. I enjoy hearing hear more from you, bro. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, shout out to the caller. But yeah, college in many times, in many ways, it is a scam. Okay, that's um, that that's that's the whole thing. All right, <laughs> it's a funny one right here. I'm gonna read right quick. Burpees windshield says, "I do like your new digs, ABL, but I must admit, I missed the occasional." Flip flop aerial assault on fireflies. You have earned the best viewer. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. And I got the flip flops on deck. So if I get, hey man, if if a fly wants to come in here, the 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 Nike flip flop is gonna go flying. Okay, I got lights right there and right there. So if they want to come in here, it's gonna it's gonna be on target too. Like one of your your, your boy lie hitting you in the head with a flip flop. It'd be that kind of target, pinpoint, accurate hitting the firefly in the head. Yeah, see, I think at the old house, it was a it was a house plant that was doing that. It was gnats, but that that lasted for like a little while, like a week. And I figured out where the gnats were coming from. I thought it was because it was a door right there. I thought it was some kind of opening in the door, and I'm trying to find out ways to fix it and jerry rig it. But it was the house plant, so we got rid of that immediately. And I ain't had no house plants in the house, like actual house plants that had been outside since. So. The the the, the chancleta toss has been reduced to almost nothing, but you may you may see that occasionally. All right, Tariq, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Just to touch on that U pin situation, that's with that Leia Thomas person, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. And like I told you before, man, as long as women don't rise up in mass and do anything about this, this is not going to change. Um, I remember when when Fallon Fox, he was that transgender woman who was beating up a bunch of women. In order for her to not fight anymore, the women boycotted it. They they said, no, we're not going to fight you and, you know, drown her out. But if the women are still swimming in these competitions against these transgenders and complaining, it's not going to stop. The women have to come together and say, you know what, we're just not going to compete. If they all just don't compete, this is going to end. Like the, uh, the sports leagues are going to have to respond. But you can't complain, but then go out and still swim and then get whooped, then complain. There, nothing is going to change. Liberals don't care. And, and it's funny. 
liberals act like they care and love women, but they don't. Like women are just fodder. We, women's emotions in this country are used to push political agendas that really doesn't benefit people in general. You know, so it, it's crazy. You'll you'll see a woman talk about women's rights, but then over here talk about trans women are women and support trans women and telling people that it's okay for trans women to use women's bathrooms. As long as you have that, and there's like no women women pushback, this is not going to change. And then, like I said, the re, the Republican elite, they're not they ain't doing nothing about this. You know, they are using reactionary. All they care about is war, you know, invading other 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 countries, and they are probably supportive of any type of escalating conflict and going on with Ukraine. The reason why I brought up the Republicans in the money is this: I don't know if you remember in in 2016 when when Trump won. You remember when the intelligence services, okay, first they were saying Russia intervened, right? And it was two out of the three intelligence services that said Russia in, intervened, and then one didn't. And then it's crazy. I think the next day, the third one got on board and said Russia intervened. I say this because what the American people had to understand, and what the Republican, any type of right, any type of conservative who runs who who's who's against the establishment, has to understand that the intelligence services is going to do everything to drown you out. Okay, we we've never had a presidency where there's so many internal leaks going on. We've never had a presidency where you have so-called Republican people of the same party going against you publicly, writing books, and not even criticizing the other side. Their whole goal is to take you out. Okay, so there is an internal thing going on in the intelligence services. And within the own Republican Party to make sure that the that the Republican voter remains in a status quo. And this is why I tell Republican voters, especially Trump supporters, do not repeat that garbage ever that Russia intervened in this in this election. There's there is no proof. I don't even care if you agree that Russia didn't help Trump. Just by you saying Russia had a hand in this election delegitimizes Trump, and then you are giving the mainstream media ammo to keep propping up these lies. Because they're never going to do this against any Democrat or any status quo Republican. And I saw some Trump voters saying things like, um, you know, Trump won, but I do agree that Russians had, 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 had a hand in that. And I'm like, all you're doing is just repeating liberal propaganda. Our intelligence services don't work for the American people. They work against us. They work for the status quo. We see what they did to Trump. We, we see how they tried to impeach them. And I say this because if another Republican one runs and it's not Trump and that Republican is receiving hate across all platforms, even across the right wing platform, that's the person you put in office because you need something radical. We don't we don't need no milly mouth. Um, you know, like a Mitt Romney type or or even like a Ted Cruz. We need a radical person who is like going to say, F the system, I'm, I'm crashing it down and we're pushing forward. And that's pretty much all, all I got to say. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree because if you're getting like the, the kind of company guy who pretty much do whatever he's told, I mean, you're not really going to get any kind of 
you're not really going to get anything beyond just establishment garbage from the federal government. Now, you're talking about local government. That's different. Local government is not as compromised as the federales are, unless you're like California, which is a whole different story. But if you're just West Virginia, Tennessee, Texas, places like that, Florida, you still have some control. Federal government, you got to go and be above and beyond to really get somewhere, in my humble opinion. Let's get to a few more here. Let's go 520. You don't line who I'm speaking to? Yeah, you're speaking on Lamar. All right. How you doing, ABL? I'm well. How about yourself? Good, good. Oh, tonight, I just want to ask you um, in regards to the Biden SCOTUS pick. And if he's supposed to pick a black female, what happened to Nancy Pelosi's uh, talk about gender being fluid and changing the rules of the house in regards to uh, gender? That's a good question. I feel like they, they change the rules whenever they feel like it's necessary to change it. They don't really, they, they don't stick to a thing they say. They, they'll change it. They'll be like, okay, gender is fluid. Gender doesn't matter. There isn't any, any such thing as gender. But then the very next moment, they'll change that. That's just what they do. They seem to always be just about symbolism. Oh. Uh, they, they say one thing, but it doesn't necessarily uh, exist. They just try to, they just try to do it just to, to I guess, just to appease their base. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just trying to appease the base. They don't really, you know, they don't really care too much about being, um, about being consistent. They don't care too much about being truthful. It's about appeasing the base because a lot of the people that they're talking about or that they're trying to appease don't really pay a lot of attention. So they'll pay attention sometimes when it comes to things like that they like, Okay, you got a black, you got a black Supreme Court justice. Great, but they would totally forget about the time where they said that ain't no such thing as gender and stuff like that, and we shouldn't be talking about things on the basis of race. They'll totally forget about that because it's not even that's that's not part of the whole thing they're trying to promote. Right, right, right. Have you heard them speak about uh, the former president Ronald Reagan uh, electing a or nominating a? woman uh who was it o'connor i believe her name was um i'm not i don't remember i think he came right out and said when he announced her her nomination to be the supreme court justice at that time that he was going to nominate a woman okay but i mean he said that but when i hear when i heard when he said it and I heard when uh, Mr. Joe Biden said it, he, Joe Biden specifically said black woman. And at that time, and at the time when Reagan was talking about just a, being a woman, I see it being a difference in, in I guess, why. I guess the reason is why. Um, and you're... You're you're not excluding half the country or half the the candidates or more than half the candidates um, by just saying a woman. But when Biden says what he says, it's like you're excluding 
you know, you're excluding Asians, you're excluding Indians, you're excluding, you're excluding all these different bunches of people where, I mean, there's blatant racism. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. They don't really, but see, that goes back to the whole thing about them not being consistent. It just kind of just, they say whatever. They don't really care as long as, because certain things to them are acceptable. If if this were a thing where they were trying to exclude a black person, like like put it to you like this, they, they can say, okay, we're going to nominate a black woman to be the next Supreme Court justice. They can say that, and it's acceptable socially. But if they say, we're going to nominate anyone except for a black Supreme Court justice, that'd be unacceptable. So it's just double standards. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to chat a little bit about that, ABL. You have a good night, man. Um, I love your show. Keep doing what you do. I've been listening to you for shoot, a few years now. Um, but yeah, God bless you, man. Keep doing what you do. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right, shout out to the call. Great call. Let's go to the next one here. Let's go to 818. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, hi. Um, fan of the show. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to touch real quick, though, on what you guys were talking about in the beginning of the uh, show uh, when it came to Jordan Peterson. And, uh, you know, he sat there and said, well, you know, when we ship the jobs over to like China and stuff like that, um, you know, that, oh, what do you want? You know, a bunch of starving Chinese. You know, I think what it is is, you know, if you really wanted to make uh, and have factories, uh, you know, why don't they just go ahead, build factories there? I remember back in the 90s, they wanted, you know, companies wanted to expand uh, uh, in other countries. And it's like, that's fine. But why not have a factory there and sell to the Chinese people? And then same here in the U.S. Have factories here, sell to the American people. You know, I look at it like that as a win-win. I don't think it's a one-way where the, uh, you know, employees, you know, the employees, all the jobs just be shipped and that's it. You know what I mean? Well, see, the problem is that the Chinese do not consume as much as Americans. Nobody does. So the what, what the Chinese did was have all these factories because they, they do have factories for themselves too. I mean, they make things there for their own consumption, but they don't consume as much as us. We're, we're the consumers. They are the, um, basically assemblers and we have the innovation. So that was the whole thing. That That's why they were able to create jobs off of that. If it was just trying to feed themselves with their own production, it wouldn't be enough for them to be able to have more jobs. That's just what he was saying. Now on the other end of that, of course you damaged the American middle-class but there was a greater goal, which was trying to stave off war or any kind of conflict, whether internally or otherwise. Right. I can understand that. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's, I, I think that, you know, if, you, if they were really, really want to give Chinese jobs, you know, I mean, it's the same way, like when, whenever we're here and we have a job, we circulate our own money, you know, or, you know, it's, it's like when illegals come, they come here, they, they earn money, and then, you know, a lot of the money they send to the other country, and that's how, like, sometimes that those countries also get money. But the thing is, if the Chinese had jobs, and I, I get it, like, they don't consume as much as we do, um, but, I mean, the thing is, uh, you can still sell to that population, and you're right, they do have their own factories. I mean, look at, like, the Oppo phone, and, and that's a Chinese brand, and there's lots of Chinese brands, and actually, these days, too, they're becoming more 
and more, much like us. Um, the only thing is, though, is uh, the cheap labor, you know, and, and it, it just kind of reminds me of our politicians basically saying we're too lazy to do one job or we're too stupid to do another. And then, it, then they say, well, you know, these jobs are just kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see I see what you're saying. Right. And um, the, the cheap labor is the, the ultimate point, because a lot of the things that we buy, a lot of this this cheap Chinese crap, it just wouldn't be available at that price point if it was made here in America. So, I mean, we, we, right. we, we like we like to be able to go on Amazon and go buy all these things. But truthfully, like, prime example, like the iPhone, if that was made here, uh, like if it was a symbol here, the price would be through the roof. You couldn't afford it. Um. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree on that because the thing is, even when it comes to goods that are made one way or the other, I mean, they still have to be shipped and, uh, you know, those, those kind of things, um, you know, and, and over the years, yeah, Chinese stuff was very, very cheap, but now it's, it's becoming on par and it doesn't matter if we make it here or not. Um, now you could argue about maybe uh, semiconductors, the chips and stuff like that. And a lot of that is actually from Taiwan. But I mean, just assembling it, that's a, that's a completely different thing. Um, or when it comes to like rare or precious metals. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's just my thought on that. I mean, it's either way, you know, the way that the politicians look at it is either export jobs or they try to import cheap labor uh, that they can't export. And that's, I, I just see that a lot. And I've been uh, on, a, a, on both ends, uh, you know, where uh, I've worked out and doing asphalt and, you know, working tech and I've seen extreme opposites and it's either they're trying to import cheaper labor whether it's uh you know uh, uh it's people from the southern border trying to go ahead and get jobs doing uh construction jobs or they're trying to get indian labor to come in and do tech jobs i mean uh either way uh these politicians are just screwing over american and american workers yeah i, I agree i do agree with that um, yeah, well, anyway, though, I just, I just wanted to point that out and, you know, I just, I just kind of, that's how I feel about on that subject. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate so, you. No, thank you. You have a nice night. Same to you. That's a good call. Really good call. You know, I, I think, um, the issue with, uh, the labor costs is so much less, like people just kind of underestimate how much labor costs is. Dad told me that a long time ago. He was like, the biggest business to any, the biggest cost that any business has is your payroll. So if you're trying to cut costs, you're going to cut your payroll first. That's the, that's the biggest expense, especially over here where you got all these rules and regulations. You know, they, when they put Obamacare and stuff like that, you got to pay all these taxes and health care and this and that and all this. It's too expensive. So what happens is if you want to get things produced and you got to compete, let's not forget about that part. So, Let's say you want to produce a certain phone, right? And you want to have it assembled in America. Well, you're competing against a bunch of other phone manufacturers. How are you going to compete on a price point to get your phone out there and have it compete when all the other places, all the other companies are making their stuff in China? How are you going to compete? If you make it here in America where you got to pay real money for people to actually come work. And we see what's happening right now. Don't nobody want to work. You got this whole anti-work subreddit. It has almost 2 million people on it talking about I'm not going to work. And I'm seeing signs for Burger King for 15 an hour. You know how much that is? Like, if you were to pay the equivalent of that in China, it's middle class. It's middle class. People that assemble your iPhones and whatnot, 
they they're getting paid next to nothing. They are almost they're almost the equivalent of slaves. The difference is that they voluntarily stay there, but they got the quarters that they live right there where they work. They eat right there where they work. They got these big dorms. It's 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 a whole different. Americans simply would not live like that. They would not do it, and they pay them pretty much nothing. And then they got to they they got it down to a science to where they make just enough to be able to kind of live. That wouldn't happen here. So that the cost is just so much less. And again, you got to compete with that. Now I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it is what it is. That's just, that's just the reality of it. And a solution would be for Americans to consume less. We can produce our own things here, but we can't have as much. This, this kind of like all Amazon and whatnot, it, it wouldn't be, it couldn't be. Walmart couldn't be. But I move on. 435, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? <laughs> Do you guys have any toilet paper? All right. Let's go to the next one. 314 in line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Adam from St. Louis. All right. What's going on? I was just calling about the Edgecombe trial from Wisconsin that came back with, I believe, the right verdict this time. But uh, it's good to see he got that reckless homicide charge. At least it's better than nothing. But, uh, I've seen his grandma on there saying how it was racially motivated and all this, and he didn't do it on purpose. And I mean, they had seven black jurors. I just, I, I just can't please them. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I've not, I've not seen this particular case, so I really don't know a lot about it. What, what was this case again? Oh, Theodore Edgecombe. He shot that, shot that white guy that he pulled up next to the car first and punched the guy, and then they followed him around the corner. And then the guy walked up to confront him, and then he shot the guy in the forehead. Wow. Yeah. I'm and, not... uh, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. He was, it's from Wisconsin. And uh, the jury came back, I believe, two days ago, found him guilty of reckless homicide. He was already out on bond. He ran for six months. They called him in Kentucky. All this crazy stuff. But uh, his name's Theodore Edgecombe. And, uh, yeah, we just found him guilty a couple days ago, so. Wow, it sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, but I mean, you know, his grandma goes on there and says it's because he's black, but uh, there were seven black jurors. So, I mean, you can't please them, I guess. They never, they're never happy with one way or the other is what I'm getting at. Right, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for taking my call. Have a good night. Same to you. Thank you for the call. Hold on, let me see. And all right, there we go. I wonder what's going on with my Skype. And let's get to the next one here. Let's go. Four eight zero, you don't lie. Who am I speaking to? ABL, what's going on? It's Chuck from Arizona. How's it going tonight, man? It's all good about yourself. Doing pretty good. Sorry, kind of unexpected and didn't mean to surprise you. Sorry about last time. We kind of talked and we didn't get off on the bad, uh, the best. You know, I kind of got a lot of sirs, but um, 
I, I appreciate everything you do, man. You're doing a really good thing. So I just wanted to say, um, I kind of had this question and I thought it'd be a really good thing to ask you because, you know, we might not disagree agree or disagree on, you know, uh, morality, but I, I wanted to ask you the question, uh, minority versus morality or morality versus minority. Uh, which one is more important in your eyes? Minority versus morality. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I understand how how you're comparing um a status in society to um behavior. Well, because I don't think your status matters. I think your character matters. So no matter where you stand, I think morals actually matter more. And so I I would say morality um, because I think it's based off character. And so I would ask you because. You know, I think you're a very patriotic person. I think you, you know, regardless of where religion brought you, I think you stand for the Constitution and America and what we all believe. And I think majority of that came from uh, men in black robes, but that's more so my opinion. And those men, you know, were more so based off of um, uh, morality versus minority. So I, I just kind of have the question for you, where do you kind of stand? And that kind of gives me an answer, you know, it, it's not really a comparison for you because you don't really, you know, look at it like that. Right. But yeah, I, I would, I would just question more so um, to you to look into that and where most people stand um, is kind of that question is, you know, does the minority matter more than the morality? Um, does the character of the person matter more um, than the stance um, that they have in society? Right. Yeah, it's all about just the person as a as a as a person. That's all. Just who who are you? How do you behave? How do you treat yourself? How do you treat others? That's the most important thing. And and I appreciate you saying that, but you know, I, I still kind of question where does that behavior come from? And I think a lot of from you comes from our constitution. And our constitution is more based off men who are more moral rather than minority, um, because regardless of where they stood in population, they overcame. Um, um, so I just look at it as their morals will stood out rather than their uh, minority stance. And for you, you know, as a black conservative, you kind of are a minority. Um, so I would say, you know, you, you really do have really good morals. And so I, I just kind of, I don't know, I, I, I have this question and just saying it out loud kind of makes me think about it. And I don't know where I even stand on it because, you know, sometimes minorities don't have the morality or the chance to see morality or even the um, experience of it. And so it's not always night and day on that question. So I understand why you take a step back, but I just question if you would look into it more. Yeah, I think it's pretty, I think I pretty much uh, decided on that one. And that's so much you look into. I pretty much already know what it is, but I, I understand why you would have that question. So it's a good question to ask. Hey, well, I appreciate you, man. Um, I hope you have a great night and I love everything you do again. So thank you for the call, man. I appreciate more you. More to you. All right now. Of course. Bye. All right. That was an interesting call. I, I don't know. That's, that's one of those ones. It's like, you know, that's that's that wheat smoke talking. But anyway, we'll move on. Good call though. I'm 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 just playing with you, boss. But let's get to the next one. Let's go 
773, you know line how much we could do. ABL. What's happening? It's your Chicago police officer friend. How you doing? I'm well about yourself. I'm good. Uh, ABL, uh, um, the, the Democrats and these liberals, you know, <clears throat> what they like to do is they don't like the crime that's happening. They don't like all the shoplifting and the, you know, all the murders and the, what's happening all across the country. But then they don't come to the correct conclusion that it's their policies that caused it. They're always blaming someone else. And they just, they, that's why these same people keep getting voted into office. You know, Kim Fox here in Chicago lets all the prisoners out of, you know, out of jail. And then they, they, they don't like the crime, but they, they're not blaming the right people. Even our own mayor here had said, uh, you know, they, she blamed uh, uh, Trump and uh, whatnot uh, for, uh, you know, not, not, giving, and not giving money uh, for the police. Well, you defunded the police. I, it, it's just, it's like two and two is five with them. Yeah, right, exactly. It's the weirdest thing in the world, but people that don't know any better they will pretty much believe whatever the politicians tell them and say, oh, it's Trump's fault. Not even looking at the fact that they defunded the police. And that's the actual problem. I mean, even even Biden blamed Trump for Afghanistan. Oh, here, this was uh, Trump put this in the motion. No, you're the president. You made the decision of what to finally do once you had the power. It's ridiculous. It really is. I agree 100 <laughs> percent. And then I wanted to say something on a personal note. Uh, I tried to get in before. A few weeks ago, you had that woman um, that saw them apprehend that, that murderer who stabbed that woman in the store. You Do you recall that call where she was at work and she saw the police apprehending that guy? The Brianna, the murderer of Brianna, I forget her name. Yeah. Anyway. At first, she, she was like, why are all these police here? Why are they mistreating that guy? Then once she got the, the story that this was the murderer of that Brianna woman where the guy just randomly goes in the store and stabs her to death, oh, then it's okay for the police to do that. You know, I see this all the time where, it, you know, once you know the story, okay. But 90% of the time, you're not going to know why we're doing what we do. And it's just, you know, even uh, even people that are kind of geared towards my own politics jump to those conclusions, which, you know, you really can't do that. It, it's not fair to the police. It's not fair to society. And it also kind of uh, uh, neuters the power of the police. And that's where we're at. The police have been neutered. So crime is rampant. Right. Exactly. 100%. Plus, uh, and then the one more thing, you know, our mayor, uh, who I like to call, you know, Larry Ledfoot, uh, or Lori Lightfoot, uh, our mayor was talking about everybody should be vaccinated. Uh, that works for the city. It's a matter of life and death. Yet she had COVID. She got COVID. She has, she's been vaccinated 97 times, and she got COVID. I've never been vaccinated, and I never got COVID. And I come in contact with 50 to hundred people in a night. So anyway, I was on my rant. Love your show. Keep going. Talk thank, to you later. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it.
Yeah, I think this whole thing with the bug is going to come to an end pretty soon. That That's my prediction. Now, whether I'm right or wrong, that, that remains to be seen, I suppose. That that remains to be seen. Let's get to some more calls here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. That'll help me out a whole lot. 256 on the line. Who am I speaking to? 256, hello. Uh-oh. Got cold feet. I don't know what happened. Let's just try that one more time, shall we? Two five six, hello. Hey. All right, what's going on? Two five six, what's happening? Hey, Anthony, I wanted to ask you a couple questions real quick. I know your time's limited. Go for it. Okay, great. First of all, I love the show and what you're doing for our nation. So, actually, uh, I got um, saved in the Christian Church, and right now I work at a uh, conservative lobbying firm. I know your wheelhouse is more um, politics, but what um, what role do you think the church plays in America from like a social political perspective? That's a good question. It it depends on where you live because it it, it also depends on the church because the way, the way the church should be it should be the center of the community. That's the way it's supposed to be. Like my granddad told me, like especially especially like in the black community specifically, to give you a story, brief story. Granddad told me that in the black community a long time ago, the preacher or the pastor, the minister, he was the only one that was literate in the community. So you would go to him for a lot of things just to be able to read, just for that advice from a literate person. But now the church has kind of become twisted depending upon where you are and depending upon the church. Some churches are still the center of the community. They're able to be places where you're able to get resources, where you're able to get help, where you're able to commune with each other, where you're able to meet like-minded, righteous, and godly people in some places. Now, in other places, it's the exact opposite. You go there for a fashion show. You go there to try to pick up on women and try to pimp on women and take advantage of kids. It all depends on the situation, really. So the way it's supposed to be is a place where you have like-minded, righteous individuals being able to communicate with each other and follow God and live right that way. So you're able to pass down your conservative values and things like that through the church because everybody's in the same place talking to each other. That's the way it should be. But unfortunately it's not always like that. And I couldn't give you the percentage of places that are like that and are not like that. Right. Well, I think we need to be praying for our country and, and our church as a whole. And, uh, one more thing, and if you'd like to answer um, offline, that's fine, uh, and I can get off here. I was, I've was i always wondered this about you. Um, love your show, like I said, been watching it for a while, but I've never really heard you mention uh, Ben Carson much. And as a black conservative, and, and he's a person of faith as well, I'm a big fan of his, and he's really solid on the Constitution. So I wanted to hear your opinion on him too, and that's all for me. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Ben Carson. I met Ben Carson one time. I ain't know what to say. I kind of rolled up on him and kind of scared him a little bit. But I remember I was in the White House one time when I met him. Um, Love Ben Carson. I'm a big fan. No, I was a fan of Ben Carson. You know, I like what Ben Carson did with uh, Obama during the prayer breakfast. That was my first really, like, viewing of Ben Carson. Before that, I didn't know who he was. You know, I didn't know Ben Carson was before the prayer breakfast, unfortunately. 
You know, I think that his story is one that should always be echoed. You know, you came from the hood and you just had your mother that, you know, told you to read and just to get educated and you were able to get beyond that. You're able to not fall into the trap that was surrounding you. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Ben Carson. You know, I was a fan of Ben Carson when he was trying to run. I thought he was going to be the guy at first. You know, I thought it was going to be Ben Carson. And then when Trump came in, it just was a whole revolutionary type situation. So he had to be the guy. But, yeah, I'd have loved for Ben Carson to become the president. You know, but Ben Carson, his his role may not necessarily be the president because he's more just kind of cool, calm, collected. He can be have a secondary role, but still a very important role for sure. So, yeah, shout out to him. 100%. All right, let's get to the next one. Let's go to 601. You're going to who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Justice. All right, man, what's going on? Oh, uh, not too good. Not too good. Um, I have a lot of things to say, actually. Um, so let me get straight to that. Um, why are a lot of people that call you that are, um, what's the word I should say? Like, they're always worried about minorities. Like, why do you keep talking about minorities all the time? I just find that so weird. Like, they're so... Like, they're so pressed on that. Like, they're worried about it so much. Like, oh, Joe Biden's going to appoint a new Supreme Court, uh, a black woman. Like, like who Like who? Like who? who just thinks of that? Like, oh, man, a black woman. Like, why Why I got to be a black woman? Like, 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 why do they care so much about that? I mean, because you shouldn't be picking someone based on their race. Because if they said it was going to be a white woman, you know, that'd be a problem. That'd be something that they would try to say that Biden's a racist over. They try to get him impeached over that. So if you're going to say that it's bad one way, it's got to be bad the other way too. It can't be this double standard just because somebody's black. They could just, you know, they, they could just um, go beyond what we have as a standard as far as not selecting things based on race. Didn't a certain somebody say content of the character, not color or the skin, whatever happened to that? Are we not going to do that anymore? Or is it only because... Is 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 the only matter when it's somebody that is um is is white? Do we just you know uh support that? Well, that's how I am. Like, like I don't I don't know why it matters if they're black or white or not. Like, I don't I don't care. You know, and like, you know if if and if and if if you if you feel that way, then you should tell that to Joe Biden because he's talking about the he 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 brought skin color up first. It's not like people that are calling asking about it brought it up. He brought it up first. What? All right. Well, I guess I should ask Joe. Like, why is why is he trying to get a black person? Like, what is like like what is that like? Who does that benefit? Oh, you know what it is because it's all about just identity politics. What they do in the Democratic Party, they're just trying to send black folks to Olive Branch. That's all to say. Hey, we got a black person. Aren't aren't you aren't you glad? Aren't you excited? And then also white people that <laughs> are um is saying that you got to have a, a a black person in there. The 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 BLM type white people they they want that too. Yeah, that that benefits nobody but that one person. Like that literally benefits nobody. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see why people do that. Like, hey, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna hire a Hispanic person. I'm gonna hire an Asian person. Like, I don't see the point of that. Um. Oh, I forgot. Last week, I I was calling you, but you didn't answer. I think you were scared about when you were talking about Pastor Todd. Okay, what about him? <laughs> I think you were scared when I um. Oh, well, I, I said you was a uh, pocket pocket watcher. Oh, I, I was scared. Okay, so I just 
ignored your call out of the hundreds of calls I get just because, right? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk about it. Uh, I ain't gonna talk about it though. But yeah, I, mean, I don't think it matters what person buys. Like, whenever I grew up in the church as well, like I never looked at my pastor and said, "Huh, I wonder how much those Stacy Adams shoes he has on cost." Like, I went in there, you know, clapped my hands to the song, went up there, you know, I sung, I did all my stuff, paid tithes, listened to word, and I, I got out of the church. But I see, never, but I, know, wait, I was wait. never the type of person to just walk up in there and be like, "Huh, that polo shirt Elder Johnson has on must be a hundred dollars." But no, no, no. Let's 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 like, put it let's, let's let's put it let's put it in proper perspective, though. But if you have on the whole Gucci suit and some Gucci flip flops, you already know. You don't got to ask how much it costs. You know that this guy is flossing, and it's kind of gross because it's like, look, you a man of God, you shouldn't be about all this excess. If you have one, just. Nice, you have on nice clothes. That's different than a, a Gucci suit with some Gucci flip flops. I mean, come on, you know, you know, it's a big. It's like okay, if you walk out there looking like Bishop Don Magic Wine one day, you like, wait a minute, what's going on? Is, is, is this is this a pastor or a pimp? Which one? Come on now, but Pastor Todd wasn't dressing like that. I I, I haven't looked at the social media, but off of the picture that you put on your video, at least. When you were talking about these Yeezys, like, come on, they're, they're shoes. This is money. Yeezys, though, come on, man. Like, let's we gotta stop playing games. We know that these shoes are expensive. We we know that, yeah, like, but especially money. If, even with you know when when you were in school, you were, you are a kid. You know how much this stuff costs when you're a kid. So if you got a pastor on stage, I don't like seeing him just like the people on the outside. It's like you're supposed to be in here getting a different thing, not the external. Because if I want just what I see in the street, then I stay in the street. What's the point in coming to church to get the same thing I see in the street? I don't understand how it makes any sense. What is what? Well, that's, that's that's the thing though. Clothes has no relevance. No relevance. Uh, using relevance. Clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like what you wear and how you praise God is two different things. God doesn't care about the clothes you wear. As in, like, like to an extent, like, obviously, like, if you're out here looking, you know, like, sluggish and stuff, you know, but, like, if you're going in there and you're well-dressed, you know, like, at the end of the day, he's not, like, if you're praising him and you're doing the Lord's work, he's not going to care about that Nike belt that was $40. But but you just said that clothes do matter if you're looking sluggish. So clothes do matter depending upon circumstances, depending upon what you think is inappropriate, Correct. So you can't go in there with a bikini on. So, so you but just said. Like, so wait a minute. You, you just said that clothes matter. So do they matter or not? To an extent, you know. You know uh, what all right I mean. then. So like, really, so really, it's all about just what you think is inappropriate. I think that's a global. So, but no, 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 no because no, 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 because I think because wait, 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 sir, 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 I think it's inappropriate for a preacher to be going in there. Wearing Gucci flip flops, you think it's not? We're different. Who says that you're right? Who says that I'm right? It's my opinion and your opinion. Again, it's whatever you think is inappropriate. I think it's inappropriate for a pastor to be on stage or whatever or in the pulpit, just like he's about to go to the club. That's my opinion. You think differently, but we're not right or wrong. We're just different in our opinion. Okay, so what about pastors that buy planes and stuff? I never heard you talk about that. Oh yeah, I've I've, I've showed like, a clip. I, I showed a clip about that. About what was the guy's name? 
Or was it Kenneth Copeland or somebody that had a private jet? I'm not for that either. But that's, that's a whole different story, though. You, now, you, now you're moving the goalposts because you lost that particular argument. But I'm also against the, I'm, I'm also against I'm against the excesses of pastoring because is it about just trying to preach the word or is it about just trying to get rich? I don't know. I mean, if if I mean, it says it like in the Bible, like you I mean somebody has to pay the church, like somebody has to keep those lights on, and if somebody gives you money, then they give you money out of the generosity of their heart. So it's your money if they give it to you. So, like, we always talk about capitalism, and we always talk about, like, how to spend your money and stuff. Like, it's my money. I don't think we need to be, like, trying to, as you would say, switch goalposts and say, well, capitalist, I want to spend my money on all these hats. But, oh, no, pastor can't spend his money on uh, Gucci because, in my opinion, I don't think it's right. Well, I mean, you're mixing things, though. You're talking about religiosity versus – uh, economics, that's a whole different situation because you can you can buy whatever you want under capitalism. You can buy a bikini under capitalism. I don't got no problem with you buying a bikini under capitalism. You can own it or whatever, but you ain't going to come to church like that. Like you said, you won't come to church in the bikini, but you can buy it. So you can't mix um, an economy system with how you're supposed to appear in a certain setting. There's a time, place, or everything. You could be at the beach like that. You could be at your house like that. You could be somewhere else like that, but not in church. It's my opinion that church, you should come present it in a certain way. You shouldn't be dressed like you're a hooker or a pimp or about to go to the club. That's just what it is. Not even about the the money necessarily. It's about you're your flossing, you're your, your inappropriate. You could floss at the club. You want to go to Magic City, make it rain. You go on there $100 bills and throw it all the place, but you're not going to do that in church because that ain't the time or the place for it. Okay. Um, I'll make this one really quick, though. Do you remember Blaine Legendary? Who? Blaine Legendary, the guy who had the encounter with the two women on the elevator at his apartment. I don't really remember, but quickly, go ahead. You, you, yeah, so you, you just did a uh, video on it. I don't uh, really remember. That were... But go ahead. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, when uh, you were talking about like how they said uh, Black Lives Matter, because you was like, uh, you know, like that's a scapegoat. Actually, I didn't want to inform you on that. Actually, you was actually wrong on that. It's not a scapegoat for saying they support Black Lives Matter. That's actually a code word for the N-word, the same as Thug is. It's another code word. Um, according according, to, according that, to who? Well, according to, like, well, all right, so we get papers. Like, not, but I mean, but, but, but we got, like we got like, like, quick, quickly, because I got, like, we gotta get to the next call, but so according no, to who? I, no, I was just saying. I was just saying when they say when they said Black Lives Matter, they were saying it as a code word for N word or thug. I, I mean, okay, but you're, not, like you're, not, you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. Listen to me. According to who? Quickly in ten seconds before I move to the next call. According to research and documented evidence. Who? What? 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 Doc, what? What evidence we, from who? Where? What are you talking about? Th- thank you for the call, man. Like, Appreciate th- it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, like, we got to get down. Like, who is? Is it like Wall Street Journal, New York Times? Who's who's saying this? Who's saying what? But regardless of what, the whole point is that if you're a preacher, you should come dressed appropriately. You shouldn't be just on like you about to go to Magic City or go play basketball or something like that. All right, you're not going to be on stage with basketball uniform on, preaching the sermon. 
That's not that's not really the, the way we're gonna go about this. All right, let's go to the next one. Let's go to now one six on the line. What's speaker two? Hey ABL, this is my first time calling. Um, because I was pretty inspired about the um video of that Democrat talking about how he's no longer a Democrat. Yes. As a black woman myself. I used to be a Democrat. I hated Trump. But ever since Joe Biden came into office with Kamala Harris, token uh, vice president, we got this gender identity stuff coming all over the place. And uh, that Leah Thomas individual has made me so upset as a woman. And I used to play sports myself. I, uh, I'm telling you right now, a lot of Democrats, a lot of former Democrats are going to be changing their minds. And I'm definitely one of them. I used to be liberal. And um, it's just not fair how these women are treated, especially with the news story that came out with the fact that his junk is being paraded around and these girls now have to be quiet about it. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's no brainer. No. Normalizing... Huh? Sorry. I said they're normalizing uh, essays. You know, I mean, that used to be violating women back in the day. It, it did. It used to be a violation, but now it seems like and it's not. It's not really a big deal. No problem, huh? Exactly. And you know, trust me, there are so many women that are not that are afraid to speak out, and I've talked to many of them that are just disgusted by this. And they, and if they try to come out, they'll be shut down. They'll be, you know, told that they, their opinions don't matter. They need to, you know, keep their mouth shut. And I hear this even from a lot of lesbians themselves are, are being coerced by a lot of these males that say they're women into having sex with them. Wow. It's, uh, it's pretty scary, actually. Yeah, that, so, that's, that's, that's beyond and, crazy. And it wasn't this bad with Trump. It really wasn't. Um, it's kind of crazy how things have changed once Biden came into office. Um, I really do feel manipulated by the media. Yeah, I don't blame you. And, you know, I think that this kind of had to happen for people to see because people say, you know, Trump's bad, he's racist or whatever. It's like, okay, but you've not seen what the other side could do in, in comparison. It's like, okay, you have Trump and you see the way the country is. Everything was going good. Things are going the way it's supposed to be. Now here comes Biden and you see the contrast. It's like, well, wait a minute. I thought that it was going to be better. I thought that we're going to build back better. But now you see the reality of the situation that he's not going to be a good president at the Democratic Party or not doing the right thing. So I think seeing is sometimes believing. Oh, man, you you don't even know. Like, I remember I hated Trump. And now when I think back, I'm like, we had a good economy when Trump was around. You know, we didn't have this debacle in Afghanistan. I know Trump wouldn't have done something like that. Trump definitely wouldn't have allowed males playing in women's sports, demolishing us, taking away all of our opportunities for scholarships and Olympic records because of their feelings. I I think, honestly, I feel like this is red pilled a lot of people. And and, and they don't even see it. The Democrats are just letting the, the extreme side take over. You know, people didn't anticipate the extreme. You know, that video that you played with that, that guy that was um, – promoting uh, Biden really spoke to me and I feel like a lot of people are going to be agreeing with that so um, thank you for all you do and I just have to speak from as a black as a woman as a black woman myself 
that uh, I feel like at least this midterm is going to be a wipeout. I hope. I pray and I hope. It, it most certainly will. Democrats Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to it myself. Oh, me too. Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Great call. Yeah. Um, people seeing a light. Um, um, that's, that's, that's a good thing for me. That's, that's a great thing for me. All right. Fantastic. Let's get to some more here, though. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. But a lot of the hatred toward Trump was just media manipulation. That's really the main thing that it was, in my humble opinion. Let's get to some more here. Let's go to 502 Uniline. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. This is Chelsea uh, from Kentucky. How are you doing? I'm well about yourself. Oh, I'm doing all right. I cannot believe I got through the second time I've called you in the two years I've been watching you, and you've answered both times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wanted to make a couple comments real quick. I'm going to try to get through this as fast as possible. Um, so I know somebody called about college earlier, and I just wanted to make a comment about that because I'm actually in college. But when it comes to college at all, really comes down to like what you're going to college for and uh you know like not going and getting like a liberal arts degree like i'm in college for business information technology so you know i'm trying to get on the information technology side of it um and i can't do that without college also people need to stop taking out unnecessary loans they don't need because most people will get covered under grants. And you got these people taking out all of this government loan money and then wanting it to be forgiven. Have I taken out loans? Absolutely. But I don't expect anybody to pay for that because I did that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think I think colleges and I think you, people need to do a lot of research as well. Like I did, like I would have loved to have gone to the University of Kentucky. Um, I went there my freshman year right out of high school. It didn't work out. I would have loved to have went back. It's too expensive. I had to go to a smaller college because the tuition was half the part. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I think it all just depends on like what your major is and you know what you're wanting to do afterwards. So like I am an entrepreneur at heart. I knew I wasn't going to make it without college. Um, and just real quick, I had a leg break back in November, uh, I broke my bright tibia. And, uh, so like my entrepreneur, like mindset just went, it just boomed. So I had a question for you because I've had so many ideals running through my head and I mean, I've made stickers. They're doing great. I just wrote, as I said, like a journal, I put it up on Amazon yesterday. Um, and then I was thinking about starting a podcast. So my question for you, it's not going to be video. It's going to be completely audio uh, because don't try the video thing and I just, I can't, but I do well, you know, with audio. How do you get over the awkwardness? What do you mean awkwardness? So, <laughs> so like when I was working on my intro, I felt so awkward because I'm in a room by myself, you know, and I and I'm like having to. I know I I'm talking to an audience that's not there, 
you see what I'm saying? So it's, um, it, it's like getting over that, like, you're like feeling like you're talking to yourself awkwardness, I guess. I mean, it's fine. Like you can't, I think maybe there's a stigma to talking to yourself, but it's, it's okay. You can talk to yourself. It's no problem because I mean, it's just you you're talking to your own self. So just don't, don't look at it as being weird to talk to yourself. Just do it. Cause I do that every day. Yep. I, I talk to myself right in front of the camera and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no, it's no big mm-hmm. deal. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's mainly going to be about like, I'm not going into political stuff and all that. I, I, I put a sticker up. My best selling sticker is, has the American flag on it and it says messy buns, loaded guns. And you wouldn't believe the nasty comments and mess. I just got one tonight actually and messages that I get just because of that sticker. <laughs> um, so I'm leaning more toward like, you know, positive affirmations and building people up and things like that. Um, just, you know, I, I watch you religiously and I'm like, he just does that so smoothly. And I know you've been doing it for a long time and I'm sure after a while I'll get used to it. Uh, but I just really wanted to ask you that, like, how do you, how do you get past that? You know, just being by yourself. And I mean, I talk to myself all the time too. People are think crazy, but, uh, if you already do it, if you already do it, then it's, it's the same thing. It's no difference in t- talking to yourself, just record it. And don't, don't think about it. Don't, don't think about too much when you're talking to yourself. Don't, don't think about the audience mm-hmm. or whatnot. Just talk how you would normally talk to yourself. And, and just have that be that, and you'll be fine. Like, if you could just be in that mind state, then you'd be able to get beyond the awkwardness because it's not really, it's it's not anything weird. It's just normal. Awesome, awesome, cool. Well, thank you so much for the advice. I thank you for taking your time, and uh, thank you for all you all do. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right. All right, yeah, shout out to the caller. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's okay to talk to yourself. It's, it's totally fine. I think it's, it's a stigma around that where you can't do that. Nah. I mean, it's all right. It's okay. Now, if you start screaming at yourself and beating yourself up, now you're doing something else. <laughs> now, now you're doing something else. But it's okay to talk to yourself. It's fine. Let's go to, like, especially if you're in the bathroom on the toilet, that's some of the best revelations you ever have in your life. But anyway, I, we'll move right along. Now I'm going through you the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABL. Yes. This is Tammy. Let me get you off speakerphone real quick. Hello? Yeah, what's going on? Hey. Oh, um, I was just that man that called um, talking about, and I haven't been listening since he was on because I've been trying to, to call you, so I don't know if anyone else has called and talked to talk about this, but um, the man that was talking about the pastor wearing um, – you know, you were talking about the Gucci suits and stuff like that. And he was like, what's wrong with that? You know, and I just was about to scream. I was like, oh, my gosh, when people give to the church, the church are supposed to go help the needy and help the poor and help others. They're not supposed to come in and all these expensive clothes and stuff like that. I mean, that's like a, a sheep in wolves clothing, I, I would I would think. And there's lots of Bible verses around around being greedy and flaunting it and stuff like that. But um. Yeah, that was about to drive me crazy, him saying that. That's what the church is there for, is to help other people, not so they can enrich themselves. Right, exactly. That's that's the way it's supposed to be. So when I see the pastor looking like he's about to go um, rap at a nightclub, I'm like, this this is not where I need to be. 
Right. Right. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, there's, there's a lot of people in there that can't afford clothes for their, their kids going to school and they can't, you know, there's lots of kids without coats and stuff like that. I mean, that they're supposed to turn around and do for the needy and for the, you know, to give to the poor and to go help other people. So that's all I was going to call and and tell you, but uh, enjoy your show and I'll let you get on to the next caller. Thanks for answering my call. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Uh, Bye-bye. Yeah. I'm glad it's not just me that thinks that way. I'm glad I'm not crazy. I'm glad I'm not losing my mind here. I'm glad you're on the same page with me for, for sure. But we got a few more calls on the line. Let's get to them. Let's go to y'all hang tight for me, please. Let's go. Hold on. Eight, five, nine. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Hey, Bill, this is, Oh, sorry. Um, let me turn off the stream. Uh, this is Christian Vaughn F of Northern Kentucky. All right, man. sir. I'm well about yourself. Uh, pretty good. Um, the question I wanted to ask you tonight um, was um, uh, about the truckers and like how much progress do you think they'll make with, uh, between them and Justin Trudeau, the, uh, the Canadian government, and um, what how, what do you think they'll get eventually? Do you think anything will happen? Well, I'm not really sure. That's a good question. I think that eventually, if they keep this up and then we see the rest of the world and what they're doing, I think that something's going to break here because you, you can't keep up the, the charade People are getting tired of it. So when you have civil unrest and you having things not go the way they should, something's got to happen. Something's got to change. And I think that it will. I, th- I think that it most certainly will. Now, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I'm not really sure. But something. When we, We're seeing it right now in UK. We're seeing it in other parts of Europe. I think that it will come to Canada and other parts of the U.S. as well that are facing a similar problem. Right. Uh, also, um, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, what do you think of uh, Elon Musk and his support of the truckers? I, I like that. What do you think? Oh, I love it. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of yeah. uh, what, what he's doing. That That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, hello? Yeah, I'm here. But yeah, that's that's pretty much I, I support what he's doing. Right. Um, I also have one more question about um, um uh, these um, uh, the fake uh, the fake f- fake senators, congressmen, um, Republicans who voted to impeach Trump, um, such as Ted Cruz, Lisa Markowski, um, uh, Adam Kingsinger, and other ones. Uh, what do you, do you think? Eventually, they'll be uh, replaced uh, replaced out with, with like um, better, legitimate Republicans, true conservatives. Um. I think so, but really it all depends on where they are. Like they're, it's all in their constituents, really. That's that's the main thing. Do they do they want better for themselves, or do they have anybody that's going to be able to run, um, and succeed? That's that's the main thing. So I think once if, if once once we get answered to that question, then we'll be able we'll be able to see what's going on. Oh right. Um. Well. Um. That's all I had to um had to say. Um. Thanks for taking my call, ABL, um, and you have a good night, sir. I thank you for the call. Appreciate it. All right, shout out to the caller. Good call. Let's go to some more here. Nine four zero, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Christian Wheaton. Um, I watch your line of uh, your show every now and again, and 
I mean, I, I, I love what you say. I think that you relate to everybody. You're one of us. And I think that's such amazing to hear from, you know, people who are doing the, you know, open source news and, and, and talking to people and, you know, just giving your own opinion and your own, you know, your own facts in the case, in any case or any situation. So I just want to thank you for that. Um, but I think one of your uh, one of your shows you were talking about how the military you're talking about how like you said something along the lines that the military um, is paying for transgenderism and we're and and we're letting people over the border and you're talking about all of this other stuff but I, I can't help myself but think that it is maybe. China right now, we're they're they're getting rid of like the weak, the weak-minded men, the men that are 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 kind of how do I put it like, you know, just not not strong for their 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 community for their country, and I'm wondering if maybe this whole looming war with with you know Russia and the idea that. China's trying to take over Taiwan. I mean, maybe the reason why they're letting people in in the dead of the night, in the you know, and displacing them all throughout the country, and letting the these these weak-minded people into the military is because, like, one, it's it's thinning out the herd, and two, we probably need the numbers because. If we think that the Afghan, Afghanistan war was a war, that was more like a battle. And Ukraine, if we go to war with China or Ukraine, I mean, we're going to need the numbers. So I don't know. What's your opinion on that? It's not going to be any war with Ukraine or China or Russia. It's not going to be any war. What's going to happen is Russia will continue to occupy Ukraine the same way they have been for a long time. Because remember, they already took Crimea some years ago. And there was no war over that. So if they took more of Ukraine, it wouldn't be any different because Ukraine was also part of Crimea. I mean, Crimea was also part of Ukraine. So if they, if they took Crimea and it was nothing, there it would be the same response when they take more of Ukraine. And then as far as China, nobody's going to fight China because that'd be the end of the world. That'd be like, it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter who you had to come into the country. That'd be a wrap because they have nukes. We have nukes. It'd be a wrap. So it won't be any direct war with China. If they take Taiwan, there's nothing we can do. They already pretty much claimed Taiwan. Taiwan couldn't really fight them. So it wouldn't be anything that we would be involved with. Now, as far as the border, that's just a political ploy to try and get them to come into the country, become citizens, and then vote for them. That's all that is. It's not about them trying to fight or be a buffer to any kind of attack. Yeah, but what's the point of that? To me, I don't understand why you would let a lot of people in who know what a corrupt government looks like, know what it looks like to be used by their government, and you're just going to let them all in and be like, hey, vote for us. That's not what they're going to do. They're going to sit here. They're going to sit back. They're going to watch what's going on, and maybe... And then I feel like they're going to be like, oh, you're just as corrupt as they are. And now you're giving me voting rights. Oh, okay. So I'm going to vote for the other party because I actually want to live here and be free. Like, I just feel like that's kind of like redundant. Yeah. But there's also that they wanted to come over here and work because they didn't give out so much money to the American citizens. And they feel like making people lazy by 
artist assistant. So they're coming over here to do a lot of jobs uh, under the table, taking advantage of them. It's, it's, they, they're not really, they're not necessarily anything other than a political tool to be used however they want. It may, it may not, it may not be successful, but they want to use them for that purpose. Hmm. Okay. And so one more, one last question, if I can, what do you think about maybe the, the Republicans, if they're, if it could catch on to pass a bill stating that if you have any kind of contract with an outside foreign country that you have to sign a term limit or you have to sign, you have to like have certain like, rights that you can that you can do in certain countries that you can't you know do business with based on human rights violations such as china and 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 you know you know just certain places that do violate human rights um i think that there'd be a lot of people that have problems with that because a lot of people have these um there's ways around that. You can have blind trusts and stuff like that and have money invested into other countries. So that's kind of a hard thing to do. Um, I, but I think you can't that, take money out of China. So, like, even if you did invest in China and if you did have money, let's say you had stocks in China, you had a bank account in China, you can't take that money anywhere but China because they will not allow for money to be, you know, process outside of their country if it's once it's been made inside their country or held inside the country in their bank. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I think the main that th- traps the country. I, that I, traps I think, that company. I, okay, I, th- I think the main thing would be just term limits. If you can get that going, then you'd be able to get kind of rocking and rolling the best way. But thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All right, now. All right, bye. All right, that'll be a wrap for me on the calls. It's already 11 o'clock. The time just flew by, didn't it? Good grief. At the time that flew by. If you couldn't get on tonight, don't blame me. Blame the white man. It's not my fault. But I'll be back live again on... I'll be back. I'll be back live again on Wednesday. And I'm back all throughout the week doing my pre-recorded videos Monday through Saturday. I'm off tomorrow taking the chill pill, relaxing. All right. But that'll be a wrap. Thank y'all for being here. Um, thank you to all the mods for doing what you do. Keep all the trolls in check. I appreciate that. Um... I got super chats to read, and then I wrap it on up, put the bow clean on top. Let's go to where I left off. Uh, let me see. Santo Barte says, it seems to me that the U.S. Rus- that the US Warhawks want war in Ukraine more than Russia does. F- correct. Facts. Staging troops near the border is to entice pro-Russian separatists. Uh, Mom Bear says, so many awesome, inventive, ingenious, innovative people and then two or so gatekeepers who stopped them from creating. Thank you to S4 who says, great show tonight with the peace and the heart emoji. Thank you to Caius Posthumus who says, ABO, do you believe the government modifies the weather? That's a good question. I'm not really sure. Maybe they do. I've heard about things like cloud seeding and I've heard about, what's that, the harp machine, if I'm not mistaken. I've heard about things like that. So I don't know, but if they did, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, how does the common man run for office strategy? Just get to know people. Um, go to a lot of the political events. Just just meet people. Be part of, be part of the political world that is in your, in your local area. Okay, um, just be, just be just be somebody that's known in the community. 
have a face. A prime example of this is in Norfolk. Now, I'm not really sure how good Vijabi's doing, but Kenny Alexander. Kenny Alexander is the mayor. Everybody knew him before he became the mayor. He was the man in town. He ran a funeral home, and he had money, and he helped everybody. It's just you got to be a man in the community, basically. Locally, if you want to do it the right way, be a man in the community. Have everybody know your name. That's how you get things done. Go to these events. If you can, give money, show up, support, whatever you can do, just do it. Be part of the community and build it up that way, locally. Um, also, Charleston Jr. says, ABO, unfortunately, I believe Washington and Oregon might be gone, though each state only has a handful of blue counties. It is what it is until things change and or the states split up. Yeah, man, the left coast, unfortunately, it might be a wrap. It might be a wrap for the left coast. Okay, and I think the only way to escape that would be to escape that. Bob vs. Windshield says, I've said for a while now, Hitler is going to be in the White House again. Cammy or the geriatric will be gone in a year, then Hitler will move in. Hillary couldn't even move her feet off the curb a few years ago. How's she going to be the one for president right now? Or it, it ain't going to happen. Trust and believe. Um, Hold on. Let me go back to where I was. I kind of lost my place. Okay, thank you to G. Curry for the, the trumpet emoji donation. Thank you to David Thomas for your donation. Thank you to Sean Riff Ninja Reacts for your donation. Thank you to G. Curry who also says... You're number one, bro. Thank you. Thank you to Barry Drake for the the cool guy emoji. Appreciate that. Both versus windshield says, I do like your new digs, ABL. I already read that one. He was like, I missed the occasional flip-flop toss. <laughs> uh, he also says, it has been proven the steel dossier was fake. Schumer, Pelosi, and their ilk are guilty of an attempted coup. We must demand accountability. Uh, G. Curry again became a member. Thank you for that. That is F.A. Ranger Xbox who says Dr. Fauci has $10 million invested in China. Of course, not surprised at all. Bob versus Windshield says equity in Supreme Court question mark. One is black, so that's 11% of the panel. If that's supposed to represent America equally, then the next judge should be Hispanic. Correct. Wolfgang Dio says, well, is Sotomayor, she's a Sephardic Jew. That means she's Hispanic, right? So you got to put another Hispanic and make it 20%. Or how, how would that really work? I'm not really sure. Uh, Wolfgang Dio says, apparently ATF doing illegal things again. Uh, thank you to Josh Foss who says, hey, ABL, I heard Biden was seeking, was seen looking at a, at paint color swatches to choose the next Supreme Court justice. Uh, Bo versus Windshield says, fact, 60% of the world is Asian descent. So the vast majority in the USA are a war minority. Yeah, correct. That's facts. Um, if you're looking at blacks and whites, uh, believe it or not, in the, in the world, whites are about 10% of the world population or less. About 10% or less of the world population, and blacks are also about 10% of the world's population or less. Asians, 60% or more, really, depending upon what you call Asian. If you're including, I mean, just look at India. Just look at India and China. The population of the world is about 7.1 million. Population of India is about 1.1 billion. So in the world, 7.1 billion. India is 1.1 billion. China is 1.3 billion. That's not even including Korea, Japan, uh, Asian countries, Cambodia, Laos, uh, Burma, a.k.a. Myanmar, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, uh, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, 
that's not even counting those or like the 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 um the Oceania Islands, Tuvalu, Kiribati, all of that, Tonga. That's a lot of people over there. We are the minority in the world, blacks and whites. Um, well, okay, MIT says I finished high school only many years later. I was teaching MIT for four years. College is overrated for a lot of people. Correct. 100%. You know, I, I say it always depends on what you want to do. You want to be a brain surgeon or something like that. Okay. But if you want to, uh, own a business, then <laughs> what are be doing? Really? You can go to YouTube Academy and figure that out. Um, Buffer's windshield says, how do I view liberal versus conservatives? Conservatives think power comes from the people. Liberals want power over the people. Correct. Um, but okay. MIT says just to answer someone in the chat, I didn't say I was a quote professor. I taught the people who worked at MIT, the people who maintained the campus. I taught them on a new software they started using. There you go. Okay. But versus windshield says Russia has the new skyfall missile that can Fly for days. Powered by a mini nuke power plant, it can evade and change targets. Also, the last one here, E. Hartman says, how do you think the Democrats would act if the illegals voted Republican? Uh, they probably wouldn't want them too much. Not not really. They, they would not want them too much. That's why they don't want the Cubans. But that's a different story. And for now, I digress. You guys have been a great audience. I'll be back again live on Wednesday. I'll do my pre-recorded videos all throughout the week. Monday through Saturday, I'm working through my videos, but tomorrow I'm off, taking a little bit of load off, taking a chill pill. But that will be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.